Welcome, everybody. This is a special New Year's Eve episode of the podcast. I was joined by Mr. Careless Evan Williams, who is a good friend of mine. He is the owner of the brand Careless, and I'm sure many of you guys have heard of him. We talk about his company and reflect back on the past year. We started early on the New Year's Eve celebrations, which in turn caused the conversation to really go all over the place and not focus so much on a central idea. Drinks were drank, fun was had, and shit was talked. I hope y'all enjoy this special episode of Bikes and Bullshit. Let's hop into it. You are now listening to Bikes and Bullshit. That's I good. told you my goal is posture for this yeah. year, so I'm going to work on it right now. Okay. It starts on the 31st. <laughs> Bikes and Bullshit. Evan, uh, Mr. Careless, Evan Williams <laughs> in the building on the podcast. I'm honored to be here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, we recorded one like fucking seven, eight months ago or something. Never did anything with it. So uh, here we are again. Do you remember the one we recorded with me, you and Tommy in my house and it just ended up being like a complete just Oh, mess? nightmare. Couldn't oh, yeah. even do it. <laughs> just too much shit talking. Edited out the inappropriate stuff. It just would have been like a 30 second clip. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> We're uh... oh dang! Hey, I didn't know you came home. Nice, wifey's home. Um, yeah, dude, it's easy to get uh, off track on the podcast. All too easy. It's way too easy. So, um, uh, you're Mr. Careless. You own Careless. What uh, is yeah. what is Careless? So Careless, I mean, it all started off with the car scene. You know, everyone has a car, and then certain people they hate on the ricers. All these damn dogs. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Close that. So, yeah, with Careless, it just kind of started off. A lot of people hate on stuff without trying to understand it. And, you know, although we started in the automotive car scene, I think it really translates to a lot of the mentality of people, what they deal with in the bike scene as well. And one thing I really love about the bike community is that made a lot better content for us to express our mission statement. Yeah. And so that definitely makes it more exciting for our consumers. And then also, by far, no shade on the car scene, but the, the bike community is a lot more loyal. So, Are they really? A hundred percent. Yeah. No question. Dude, like every bike I see, it seems like they have like a careless sticker on it. Which I'm fine with that. Back in the day, <laughs> it was like some riced out 92 Accord. That I was going to say, like, it. I see it on cars and shit all the time, but uh, definitely like every bike I see in person, every bike I see on Instagram, like everybody's got something that's careless and that's cool as shit. Yeah. If you bring me a helmet, we always give you a free sticker. That's my biggest thing. If you got a helmet, like we want to tag it because I think that's cool because the helmet is an accessory of the careless lifestyle kind of Oh, science. yeah. And a lot of people like you can recognize a person by their helmet. Yeah, that's true. Which is kind of, uh... ooh, excuse me. It's like a, the helmet's like a signature almost of, of a per, of like a rider or something. I could definitely see that because you always switch bikes, you don't switch helmets. Yeah, <laughs> dude, she has this thing like every time I start going on a podcast, she opens the door, which she never opens doors on her own, and she comes in here and wants attention. I think dogs sense when it's not about them because my dog's the exact same thing. When we <laughs> sit down for dinner, she like decides yep. everything's about her. Yep, exactly. Yeah, take her, please. Before she like pulls all the wires. Take our secretary out of here. <laughs> I like she's like fighting the girl. Yeah, you gotta yank her. Jeez. Wow, Peta, calm down. Um, okay, so yeah, back to Carlos. When did uh, when did like Carlos first come about? That was uh, how long ago was 2012, that? 2012, man. So we're we're clocking in year number seven as of like four or five hours. Yeah. Six Hell hours. yeah. Hell yeah. It's not too bad. What uh, what made you want to like do that? What what led you down that road? I guess. Honestly, I just wasn't accepting working for somebody else, and I always had random ideas. Yeah. 
like whether it was a product I want to do or a video I want to do or hypothetically, you know, working with the podcast for me is very exciting. And when you're an independent person, you don't really have that opportunity to just pursue these random things without it making sense. Yeah. I could start a podcast, but I wouldn't have something to talk about. Or if I want to do a t-shirt design, it wouldn't really make sense. But with yeah. a careless name, I can really do everything I'm interested in and really passionate about. Yeah. And it has a pattern. It really it really plays. So like us doing FD, it trying it. FD know, is formula drift. Yeah, my bad. Formula drift. <laughs> so yeah, it's a drift thing. So it's like I always want to be a part of these events or, you know, going to ROC was always a goal. But it's like, how can that really make sense? But careless kind of allows that gatekeeper yeah. just for it to like, it segues. It goes with the brand, you know, yeah. traveling to these random places or... I mean, if we go to X Games or if we go to whatever, it really, no matter what the random project or goal is, it really translates with the mission statement of Careless, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, it seems like you can tie, like, so many cool fucking events back into, like, well, it's working if I go. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, like, a reason to go to so much shit, too, and you can, like, make some sort of connection there, like, mark, like network and everything like that, so it's, uh, it kind of turns everything into, like, this fun, like... You have a goal. Like if you're going to some sort of event, you can like go in with a goal yeah. that you're trying to achieve while there. I think Cole has it figured out better than me because he's riding, having more fun. <laughs> We're driving a cargo van. So I see his. I'm like, I think he's got it a little bit better yeah. defined. But once we get that, that careless Grom going, we'll be good. That's for sure. Yeah, there you go, dude. Start out on the Grom. Work your way up. You'll oh, have a whole sure. fucking gang of bikes and shit at some point. And then you'll be like... I don't know how this happened. <laughs> That's the goal right <laughs> I now. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> if I start too big, I know I'll hurt myself. Because yeah. I hang out with you guys that are fucking awesome all-star athletes. Whoops, can we cuss on this? Yeah, 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 absolutely. you guys are like... It's called bikes strive. and bullshit, dude. Come True. on. <laughs> well, I noticed uh, in the legal department, you put like little stars over it a minute ago. Yeah, so. I'm over here trying to work this shit out with Apple Podcasts and everything. God damn Apple. Big old bitch. They're listening to us on our devices as we speak. Yeah, probably. Phone's over there like... Siri popped up the other day, like in mid podcast. Siri just came up and started beeping, and I was like, I don't even, I didn't even call you open yet, but That's whatever. Weird. Yeah, super creepy. Um, yeah, whenever you, uh, like before you were going into careless, like whenever it was that first like idea, and you like things started kind of like racing in your head, and you're like, oh, it could be this, or it could be like go down this road or avenue. Like, did you think? that it would be like all glitter and gold or were you like, Oh, it's about to be like a lot of hard work and I was, can I do it? Yeah, I probably can. Will I like, maybe we'll see like, what was, uh, what was like the, the, your state of mind or your thinking on it whenever I, you're going into it? I knew it was gonna be difficult. I knew there's gonna be some weird tasks, but the things I stress about the most, I never would have fathomed being yeah. a thing. Like, we stress on like vehicle maintenance and our, our company vehicle making places. You know what I mean? It's, has not much to do with being like an entrepreneur. And yeah. It is entrepreneurist, but it's like there's little shit that's not. Yeah, I'm like a fucking mechanic. You know, Monday <laughs> through Friday. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm getting everything ready for the weekend or fixing things or our canopies are broken, so I'm trying to get mm-hmm. them sewn or tailored yep. or yep. you know, designs aren't done correctly, so I'm trying to like deal with print shop issues. Yeah. And I'm not an embroiderer, but I'm like going through and nitpicking little manufacturing thing so it all coincides with it but like what i thought the exciting parts and the stressful parts would be it's not at all what yeah it is. damn i mean i mean it's kind of like mean, maybe for you know the youtube influencers like oh, i want to be a youtuber now, now you're an editor but no yeah. one really thinks like i'm going to be a uh editor like i just want to film myself writing well yeah. now that's 20 percent of it and yeah editing is the bigger part yeah and um you see like a lot of the youtubers now they're like not even like they start like a lot of the guys that were starting out as like a moto vlogger Mm -hmm. like now their thing is like not even so much about the moto stuff like not even about the motorcycle content it's more about just being like 
a famous YouTuber. Yeah. And like, hey, this is my lifestyle now. Like, check out me and my everyday. And it's like totally the the focus is like shifted for people. And it's it's kind of weird. I don't know. It's like a weird thing. I was talking to uh, Jake the Garden Snake about it. And he was just like telling me, he's like, I'm just trying to still focus on like the motorcycle content mm-hmm. because that's what I started as. And like, that's what I'm trying to be. Versus like a lot of the, he wasn't like throwing shade or anything at anybody, but he was just saying like, you see like some of the big uh, motorcycle uh, video creators, like their focus kind of shifted up into different avenues and like, it's all working out for like, I mean, the way it seems like everyone's getting their shit done right. And um, not me, I'm having to switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think yours is still natural though. I think you're still yeah. like, cause you were, you were killing it on the video platform and I think you have a, a very strong potential to do awesome stuff with this audio platform. So yeah. I feel like you're still doing the same thing. I think podcast is like the new wave too. Like people, I listen to fucking podcasts like a yeah. motherfucker. Like I listen to so many of them every single day. And um, I don't know, dude. I've, I've like, I put out like, you know, did a little soft launch with the first podcast episode today. Today is the 31st. It's the last day of the year. And uh, I've gotten pretty good feedback so far. And um, like, I was real nervous at first, but it's like the first few people they're like, no, dude, I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, it was like this big weight lifted off. And I was just like, ha, oh, everything's going to be okay. Like, it is like, really surprising. My bad. Like, I don't think, um, like, I mean, I had like a quarter million people like watching YouTube videos, but it's like, I don't, I don't think the podcast is going to take off quite in that same way. But, um, you know, I'm hopeful if I get like a few hundred people listening to episodes, like I am fucking more than happy. Well, you have a lot more of their attention, I think, on this yeah. platform. And for me, like we, we do our podcast sometimes as well, m- more inconsistent than yourself right now. Yeah. But it's for me, it was really motivating when you do hear those people like, man, I listen to everyone you have, like you need to put more out there. I'm like, really? You took, like for me, there's a few older guys that they're in their maybe early forties or something. And maybe their son's in a careless, wherever the situation is. And they're like, dude, I love your podcast that you should put more out there. I'm yeah. Like, you listen to like, What? Yeah. You were? <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, you were one of those listeners? Yeah. And I was like, my mom and then you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like also with the podcast, I think a podcast is easier to listen to than like, like, you can multitask and listen to a podcast. Like, you can be doing some other shit and just have the podcast on in the background versus, like, a YouTube video. If I play it in the background, then something, like, catches my eye. I'm like, oh, wait, I got to rewind. I got to, like, pay attention to it. Versus that- podcasts, it's like, it's easy to just, like, you can be going down the road, like, listening to it. You can, like, in the car, dude, I don't really listen to music that much anymore. I just always have podcasts on when I'm going down the road. Well, podcasts can have that, that weird back tone of, like, educational. Like, you can learn yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. A video, you don't really get that unless you are intentionally watching it and it has to be a specific style of video. Yeah. And, like... The I podcast, don't... you can kind of zone in and out. You can yeah. take a phone call. Hypothetically, this is playing in the background. Or go get showered and ready for the day. And you're in your yeah. bathroom and this is playing loud from the office, whatever the situation is. But the podcast, it's just... It's a different type of content because your eyes don't have to be locked into it. Your yeah. ears can still pay attention. And you can follow it yeah. easier. But like with the videos, and I'll catch myself. I'll try and put, you know, with my job, I have to keep up with a lot of YouTubers and stuff. So I'll try to multitask and maybe I'm I'm putting online orders together while, or peeling vinyl while I'm watching a video. And they'll say something that references to the video. I'm like, ah, shit. So I'm yeah. stop what I'm doing. I'm going to go to the yep. computer. I'm going to rewind it 30 yep. seconds so I can understand the reference. Yep. But with the the podcast, you just don't have that. It's like yeah. you can you can be writing thank yous or you can be yeah. doing that, that random task or with us glass etchings, a new project we're working on. It's like I can be doing that a hundred percent while still like a hundred percent engaged in this podcast, and that yeah. doesn't at all take away from my quality of work or it yeah. doesn't take away from my 
my focus on a certain project. Yeah. That's what I love about it. I think it's a lot better for people that are like, I don't want to say older because we're, we're still young. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to put in an older group. <laughs> Hopefully. Goddamn, dude. I'm on the wrong Shit. side of we, 25 these yeah, days. Yeah, we feel old. But when you put it into perspective, I'm not going to sound like some Gary V Jr., but it's like we got a lot of fucking time. Yeah. So with the audio podcast, it's just, it's like for the more mature, uh, you know, consumer of content. Yeah. With the younger kid that's just got out of high school or just got out of middle school, it's like, you know, he, he can sit there He's and He's got watch time to fuck off and watch YouTube. Yeah, you're, you're, Older you know, people definitely don't have no that kind of No one's fucking watching MTV anymore because TV's yeah. a thing in the past. Like, yeah. Disney's, like, pretty much gone. Yeah. Like, they want to be the next Netflix of sorts. So, audio podcast is just the next wave. And I think radio, You don't have, like, somebody to answer to also, like, on a podcast. That's what I was like, just going to say. On TV and shit, like, they're, they're like, everyone, like... Or is the it's FCC? Like, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, you got FCC. Your stuff? Like, dude, don't like you can't censor somebody. You don't get their like full, um, like someone's full personality yeah. if you're censoring them. Like that shit's stupid. Well, like you look at the news. Everybody's trying to do the news and, and on the, do their dude, content. On the news, like they have else's. so much money pushing these people in like a certain direction, and like everything's political these days. So it's like, pretty much just a face. It's like a puppet. Yeah, dude. It's like you don't get somebody's real fucking. And like on the on TV, everyone's just looking for like a little sound clip, like. They just got to say something like edgy and get like have it reposted a million fucking times on Facebook of like a 15 second clip of them saying something. Nobody ever like like I mean, even with uh, like the president or any kind of political or famous person, like if they're in an interview, like you see clips of it for like 10 seconds on Instagram. You don't nobody goes and listens to like the whole interview, like only a select few do. Mm. And um, I feel like uh, just everything out there is like that's mainstream i guess would be like fake because it is just like looking for sound they're just saying shit to like get sound clips well i think there's like two types of consumers there's like the facebook consumer that just wants to scroll and get yeah. as much they'll take content they'll take bullshit content they'll take bs facts whatever yeah. it is they just want whatever. to they just want clicks dude. yeah they just want to <laughs> absorb they just want to take as much in it doesn't matter if it's accurate or not and i think with the podcast platform you're kind of weaving some of that out like yeah. you're kind of either you're more engaged you're more serious or you're just yeah. more committed yeah you're more like committed to that genre of, of content. You really you're not there to try and absorb as much BS as possible. So I can go talk to my friends, you know, around the water cooler hypothetically, and just be like, "Did you hear about what happened in Philadelphia?" Like, and not <laughs> yeah. even know myself. Yeah, I I hate. Dude, to how say much it. shit do I see online that I just like see the the like the headline, and yeah. then I'm like, <laughs> I fucking got regurgitated to somebody. Like I fucking read the whole thing. I catch my friend. And I, I catch my <laughs> friends doing the same thing, and like they'll yeah. say it. And I'm like, did you read the second half of that article? Yep. And you just kind of touch on the first title, <laughs> the first of it, the yeah. first line of the three uh, line title. There's didn't a even link the title. behind that. If yeah. you would have read it, it would have kind of explained what you're, <laughs> you're not sure about. Everything out there is just fake these days, dude. I think it's people. Do they strive for having something to say? They want to be the sharpest, like. The sharpest person, like, did you hear? And then everyone's yeah. like, no, I didn't hear about that. Yep. What would you know? <laughs> and like, yeah, I found out that fucking, like, Post Malone. Like, yeah, dude, exactly. So, I don't know, it's man. Like the, the Justin Bieber eating a burrito sideways defines it all. Did you see that? The yes theory? Is this a thing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? Oh, no, I didn't just see that. It's amazing. It's amazing. A it's comp- just Justin Bieber eating a burrito, like, from the side instead of the ends? Bro, it went viral. It was all over like real news, like legitimate news channels, oh my and God. like it kind of deja. And vu. we're talking about it right now. <laughs> well, it's awesome because mission it's a, accomplished for them. True, true, true. And shout out to Yes Theory because it's a YouTube channel. I have no idea who they are personally. They have a significant following, but they literally were just trying to kind of ride the wave of people. Even if it's a stupid title, people want to talk about it, even if yeah. it's not true. So not only is it a stupid title, it makes no sense. It's random. It's not relevant. It means nothing, but people want to talk about it. So they got a. They flew a dude in from. Canada 
to be a Justin Bieber look like. Too tall, has no tattoos, doesn't really look like him, but slouched him down on a bench, got a Chipotle burrito. Dude just ripped it open. Oh they got some God. fake pop prodzy behind a bush, and they ate, or he ate the burrito sideways, like just started in yeah. the middle. It looked very awkward. They sent it into a few, or no, no, they put it on Reddit. Oh, and course. they put it under the category that's like uh, irritating to watch or something. <laughs> and it got a bunch of attention. And like all these news channels, like, relevant, relevant people were yeah. trying to share this, and no one took the time to look into it. It wasn't even Justin Bieber. <laughs> and it got so much attention. Like the dude that uh, posted the photo on Reddit, like news channels were calling and interviewing him to get his thoughts, and he was all yeah. involved with this um, social experiment of sorts. It seems very pointless. That reminds me of uh, this show called Nathan for You. It used to be on MTV. I don't know if it's still on there or not. I don't like watch TV really. Um, but this guy would like you go... youngsters. That's music television. <laughs> yeah, it used to be music television. Um, I heard it's Jersey Shore TV. <laughs> fantastic show, um, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So on this show, he would like this guy named Nathan would go to these failing businesses and yeah. like try to do something like crazy to drum up business. And on one of them, it was like a fucking like petting zoo or something and uh he <laughs> he made it set up to where it, like it looked like a i don't want to like act like i know like i remember all the details but i think it was like a pig and a goat or some shit and he had like one of them in like this little kitty pool thing <laughs> and um he like set up these like pla- uh plastic walls underwater to where um like the goat or whatever the fuck was saving the other animal like could only follow that path and um, he had like divers underneath as well, like guiding all this shit. And it, it made a viral. And they like made a viral video that looked like uh, a pig was like drowning, and a goat came and saved it. And it was like to like get this guy's petting zoo thing up on the news and like get some fucking people interested. And then people want to go there. And yeah. Be a part of that. And he like did the episode came out like, like the, it didn't air on MTV until like way after the news and everything like got a hold of it and ran these crazy stories and headlines and shit. And then like when it comes out on TV, it, like flashes back to the news rolling that and in the headlines and everything and it's just like oh that's funny as fuck that is amazing and i don't know it seems manipulative yeah but to me it's so funny like how easy like it just shows how easy it is to like you can bait fucking like news and like you can just bait people into like believing bullshit i mean it's i don't know if this relates completely but it's like the joey salad stuff like i know audio companies locally based on the dfw that paid him to do like spoof videos of their products just because they know it'd get them attention. And like, is Joey that the Salads, guy that did like the the Sham Wow stuff and all those? He like did the dub overs. Is um, that who Joey Salads? Is? He's I think he's from the East Coast. He did a lot of controversial pranks. Oh, okay. He does like a lot of like really edgy, yeah, debatably too too far. Okay, um, but I mean, he'll like go like the hood pranks. I've, like, I've go for up there sure and just, heard like, the get name. his ass whooped for no reason. You're like, you totally deserve to get your ass <laughs> it's a prank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Some of those. <laughs> Yeah, Fucking right. Where he like idiot. goes and like snaps this dude's hat off his head and tries to run. <laughs> like, how did you think that was gonna work? God, I don't know. Well, there's one pod- where I think he like tried to scuff people's Jordans. Yeah, like he would walk up and intentionally oh, like, Jesus like Christ. come on, dude. dude. That's just being a dick. Yeah, at that's that point. that's not even. I don't even. That is being like, a dick, but that's just uh, that's being not even a prank stupid. anymore. That's just like, dude, you do it to the wrong person, they're gonna like take an actual oh. offense to it. You can't just go around fucking with people you don't know. And also, I feel like you're kind of trying to play on a stereotype where it's like, you don't know, I'm not trying to get too deep. You don't know the dude's background, like what he did yeah. to work for those shoes. So it's yeah. like, you could be like, yeah, he's a sneaker enthusiast, but you don't like know and who like, got that for him. Dude, or... I don't know that much. Like, I don't know much about sneakers. Like, I yeah. know that some people take them very serious. I know some sneakers are very expensive. And, um, dude, I wouldn't be able to like pick out the expensive versus not expensive ones, really. Oh, for I mean, sure. some of them, like, of course, you can look at a pair of Yeezy and be like, yeah, okay, I recognize Yeezy. That's expensive. Um, 
dude, you don't know how much the, that guy paid for those shoes unless, like, this guy doing the pranks is like, okay, I, I recognize, like, that's not a high-end yeah. sneaker or whatever. Like, fuck that, dude. That's not even worth it. Um, But, yeah, dude, podcast, man. You sipped out the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, sipped <laughs> out the bullshit. Sipped out the, the um, prank channel. And the podcast, yeah, it's just, you. I don't know, man. It's, yeah. So you have your own podcast, yes. Careless After Hours. Careless yeah. After Hours. All right, where is that at? It's on just careless.com right now, isn't it? So we have careless.com, and then we're working on trying to get a few different apps that help with the distribution process. So. Yeah, gotcha, dude. Hey, have you uh, heard of Anchor? We're on there right now. Right? <laughs> Place the Anchor ad here. Easy enough, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Collect and- that 12 cents. <laughs> uh, what, we're uh, 20 minutes in. Insert Anchor ad here. Yeah, Tell- right. I'll edit that out, bro. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Anchor.com. Tell um, the iTunes store. Yeah. What do you... Uh, what's like your... Um, I guess, like, what's your favorite aspect of, like, the, on your own podcast that you've, like, had going so far? Like, what do you like about it? I mean, other than, like, we just talked, like, yeah. you know, we got way off on podcasts and sifting out bullshit. Like, maybe what's, like, uh, your favorite guest you've had on so far? I mean, clearly besides me, but... Oh, I mean, top one, two, and three is Suey <laughs> One, two, Tori three, and yeah. four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, anything you're obviously associated with top four, best thing I've ever done. But it's so 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 rewarding with the careless name we can try to talk to people of influence and we can try to like talk to big dig big artists mm-hmm. and they're like excited like yeah the, the careless thing is cool but not really for me or, i don't really have time to like do a collaboration or that would take away from my branding but with the podcast aspect we've gotten to sit down and have super awesome organic conversations with people that would never give not a disrespectful way never give me the time of day yeah jared dienda and he is like such a humble person, so I say this with like endless fucking respect for the man. But he's who is a, this guy? Uh, the, he's known as the voice of FD. So Formula. Drift. Oh, okay, okay. So he's he's I mean, best friends with all yeah. the main guys: Von Gittin, Chelsea Denofa, uh, Ken Block. Like a lot of guys, I truly respect. Yeah. He he's been in the industry for probably over twenty years. I yeah, mean, he's done X Games in different countries. I mean, he's like one of the go-to people for companies like SEMA or shows like SEMA yeah. or Snap-on Tools. He's like an affiliate of their, okay. their company. So he just works with all these huge, huge, huge companies. And to be 100% transparent and blunt, like he would have no interest in Careless. But when I, I approached him and I kind of mentioned the podcast and we're just trying to tell other people's stories and like the journey yeah. it takes to get there, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. See, like, that's cool as shit. Like, it blew my fucking yeah. mind, dude. I was like, why would Jared DeAndre, like, even. And there may not be, like, that many people that are, like, asking him to come do a podcast either, just because, like, they may not think to have the guy that's, like, behind the scenes. Like, people would rather have, like, Von Gittin Jr., like, Ken Block on, like, not this guy that's just, like, affiliated with them yeah. on. And, uh. I mean, we've had big drivers, and, like, I know you on a personal level, so that I'm very thankful to have you as a friend. So it's like, I kind of can play that card with yeah. you. Well, yeah. Even if you're busy or you have companies like Havoc or whoever that you want to talk to, it's like, yeah, I'll give the homie some time. But when I can walk up to someone that has no idea who Evan is, not really familiar with Careless, because we've also had Vaughn getting on and Matt Field. Yeah. It's like, these guys don't really know me, mm-hmm. but because we're offering a platform for them to speak and tell yeah. their story, they're like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. That's kind of what I am. Like, it's called Bikes and Bullshit, and it's like... I don't even like feel like I need to have like people motorcycle related on. Like yeah. I just recorded a podcast the other night, like with the, a, you know, a rapper and a producer, and uh, like that was fun as fuck, just because they had like crazy stories and stuff. And um, it, it, like I'm sure people like think it's funny and interesting because like they had the two of them like had such a good chemistry with each other. They just like 
you know, making fun of each other, talking shit back and forth, <laughs> like just, just real funny shit. And, uh, I think that'll like translate well, I guess, into like whoever's listening and they'll be like, okay, cool. Like even somebody who like may not, um, be a huge hip hop fan or like somebody who's like, doesn't even know like the rappers and stuff we might've been referencing to, but like you get the idea that like these guys are doing their thing. They like know people they've been doing like they're, they're making fucking noise and shit. And they're like, they're getting their, their own audience built up. And, um, I think it just translate well. Like people will see like these guys are doing something good and like they're on their way. That's and the, my bad. You get like, a, I don't know. You just get like a good idea of their personality and shit. That's and, why. I really fuck with Joe Rogan, dude. Any of his <laughs> guests, like, I don't have to know the person, but I'll listen to five minutes of them talking. Like, I listen to, he had the, the gentleman on that had, like, a mushroom cap. Oh, the yeah, that guy was crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. But you listen to him, like, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea who he is, but because yeah. I like I've Joe heard Rogan, of him before, but yeah. And, like, all these authors, he had one gentleman that was, like, trying to um, fix back pain without medicine. He, like, yeah. wrote a book, like, you know, outsmarting back pain or something. I'm, I'm over here slunched, yeah, <laughs> fucking slouching I'm hard. Still goals 2019, trying yeah. to get my posture up. You got to hit the gym if you want to fix your posture. You know what it is? Squats and yeah, uplifts. Fucking, yeah, that I kind need to put stuff. the beer down. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, after tonight, I think I'm going to take a break from drinking. So, uh, <laughs> like I say after tonight. Yeah, dude, you can't just not drink like, on New Year's. You fucking tomorrow. crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. A little bit into tomorrow, but... um. But the Joe Rogan tight. thing, man, his, his freaking guest list, it's... I mean, you go from... Uh, comedian like joey diaz to yeah. serious political figures or elon musk or uh neil degrasse tyson or I yeah mean, i ain't smart enough to like try to keep up with smart people like he is he's he like at least retains enough information that he can like kind of talk through it i think it's i watched like, it dude a, i don't a know different person break down his <laughs> mentality and i think what makes him unique is he's a great listener and when he challenges you, he challenges you within like an open manner that still allows the conversation, but he's yeah. so intelligent in his argument, it's almost like a done conversation by the time yeah. he brings it up. That's true. It's I like, don't know. That's like what I'm trying to get better at is like listening because uh, conversation is hard to like have. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's not a big deal with you because I fucking know you so well, but like, as somebody I don't really have, like, like Yammy Noob was in here and like I, I've only been around him one other time and like talked to him a little bit online. So I don't like have that like, you know, great relationship where I've been around him a bunch, but it's like, it still went pretty good, but it's just like things like that. I need to definitely get better and get like tighten up on just like good at listening and being able to like think on the spot, like, um, just like how to come back if they like say something like what to say next after that. Oh, dude, it's practice, man. It makes it, it so much hard. easier when you have like two, three people versus two people. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll never forget when we were at grid life in Atlanta last year, that's when I locked down. It was literally like, it was the best moment, but then from a podcast standpoint, it was like one of those testing worst moments. Yeah. Is I locked down Jared Danda, and he knows all the other drivers. So I locked down Jared. We did our little interview. I was so proud of my. I was on cloud nine. And literally, he was like, yo, you still want to do Von Gann Jr., right? <laughs> and so we're, we're still having a conversation. We're still recording. He texts Vaughn, and Vaughn's in, in maybe theory bigger. He has more followers, hypothetically. Yeah. So um, I'm talking to Jared, interview of a lifetime. I'm so proud of myself. I could have called it a day, gone home. He's like, yeah, so Vaughn's going to come up here and you could do him next. And I'm like, yeah. I, I got to kind of uh, yeah. get myself prepared. <laughs> you know, I know. That was literally it. And so as I'm wrapping up with Jared, Vaughn's like sitting there staring at me. You know, and you don't want to waste that guy's time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was literally went from Jared Danda, Vaughn Jr., Matt Field. And that was probably one of the most testing moments where I was like, this is too much. Dude. Yeah. And then Vaughn got done and he got up. And now Jared and him were talking like in the background. And then Matt Field's there waiting. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's that moment you gotta like you gotta be on your toes is matt it, fields another driver yeah i okay. apologize so he's a little bit more entry level but still he's really good on team falcon 
Okay, okay, okay. That's what I, I recognize the name, but I was just like kind of making sure. And he does a lot of stuff with Donut Media, if you're familiar with that. Yeah, that's uh, like all the Hoonigan stuff, right? Don't, so it's like Hoonigan Donut... Part Two. Okay, that's what I was from thinking. my understanding. Yeah. It's like Hoonigan had uh, a restaffing of sorts. Some of their people that are no okay. longer with Hoonigan, good yeah. nor bad, started a company called Donut Media. Okay, yeah, because I've seen phenomenal. like Donut Media, and I just assumed they were all together. But okay, it started it makes off sense. inspiration. Some of the same uh, creative thinkers. Yeah, you see like the same people across like all those platforms, yeah. anyways. Just because like, I mean, obviously, like some people probably might have had some sort of split, but it seems like everybody, like a lot of people, are still cool and they're just like doing it all. Yeah, I think it is cool vibes. I don't really know the whole story by any means, but I yeah. feel like everyone is still pretty cool on that side because they still work with a lot of the same drivers. And I haven't heard any specific yeah. bad situations, but yeah. And for anybody not like familiar, Formula Drift is just like uh, automotive. Uh, yeah, my best is drifting. Yeah, it's like, it's like the <laughs> like, pro would... series of drifting. <laughs> how do how to explain that to like somebody who doesn't have any fucking idea what drifting is? It's, it's like... really coming up. You see any of the monster ads on gas stations? You'll see Von Gan Jr.'s car yeah, right next yeah, to it. So definitely. it's it's getting mainstream. But I guess it's not to the Ken Block. Consumer. Like I mean, I feel like Ken Block probably has like the biggest audience just from all the Jim Connor stuff as well. He does more rally racing. So that's yeah. slightly different. But yeah, yeah but similar. like you know, he makes his car slide around and shit. And like what he stuff, what he does in like the Jim Connor videos, like he's drifting around and shit. So that is essentially just drifting. Yeah, I don't know some of those cars he drives. I'm like, is that even a drift car? Or is that just like a fucking like piece his Mustang? That's not even a Mustang anymore. Have but... you seen the new Jim Connor 10? He did that like Ford F. No, I have fucking Prime Video, and I haven't like watched through all the videos and oh, stuff yet. Like dude. I was gonna watch through the whole series of it. Worth it. So it's yeah, worth it. It has cool 10 episodes, shit. I believe, the, the Connor series. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Brian Scotto. I truly underestimated his skill set. I, I met Brian him Brian Scotto is the guy behind uh, Hoonigan, correct? He is. I thought he was just one of the shop guys, but after watching that, he is a huge, huge part yeah, of the he's Jim like, Connor series. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool. But yeah, Formula Drift, man. Uh, so how... Formula Drift, it's coming up. They're hitting some weird, on a side note, Formula Drift, it is it is doing a lot for the automotive community, uh, the drifting community, but they're hitting some weird... Uh, what is it like environmental snags because oh really the environmental okay so i was thinking okay um in formula drift you have like two cars that line Mm -hmm. up at the start and then they haul ass one gets behind the other car the Mm -hmm. first one starts drifting around like through these corners so you have a lead and then a follow yeah lead and a follow so they're sliding through the corners and like they have certain points where they want to be on the outside of the turn and on the inside of the turn Mm -hmm. correct so you have like clipping points you want to get closer to so um person in the front supposed to like get as close as they can and like try to run away from the person behind them mm-hmm. correct and the person behind them wants to hit those points as well as stay as close to them right yep, yeah yeah like essentially max what angle it is going through the high corners you want like top yeah. speed max angle tire smoke they don't want to see you hit the brakes they want to yeah. see like one just it's as you I, they don't want to see the tires enough. ever like stop right a ballerina is judged off a of style like just one seamless yeah. move like do something absurd in yeah. the air triple flip but make it seem seamless make yeah. it seem like you didn't hesitate and that's yeah it's drifting and uh in formula drift like they have some of the highest like horsepower cars in like all yeah. of uh car racing and shit oh which God. is crazy because yeah. it's like they're not going the fastest but they definitely like have to be able to just like hit the pedal and be able to break the tires some loose. of these pro cars are unreal like they i mean you're talking a, a, a lap is not even much it's maybe 0.2 miles but some of these guys like burn a rear set of tires in like two laps and yeah. they take a gas in like three laps yeah that's fucking and it's racing insane. fuel it's not like oh that shit ain't cheap trip. yeah it's like e85 <laughs> it is not cheap and it oh excuse me <laughs> beers dude right oh. team modelo hey babe can you bring some beers in here <laughs> um is there a, is there a button for that yeah right dude <laughs> You know, one day we'll have a producer and a fucking fridge in here Jamie, or something. Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> <clears throat> Jamie, pull that up. Don't look at me. Turn around and type it in myself. Right. That's why we don't have video um, going right now. Yeah, right. 
Fuck. One day, one day. Once I get the audio tightened up, like I plan on having video, yeah. some sort of video. I don't think I'll do it live just yet because just in case something said that like needs to be edited or something, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable enough doing live yet. I want to be a hybrid between like H three and Joe Rogan. Yeah, <laughs> just, like just be in the just middle. Kind of makes so it. happy. Um, uh, FD, I interrupted FD, you. yeah, dude, I fucking totally lost my train of thought. Um, oh, but uh, like uh, in Lone Star Drift, that'd be like the. Uh, was that like pro am or what is that considered? I don't know the classifications I of think everything. It's a feeder circuit. Oh, okay. And so it's a Texas based circuit. It's all their events are in the state of Texas. All their drift demos are in the state of Texas, but it is like the probably top one, if not top two or three most credible feeder circuits into FD. So FD is oh, the okay. pro top of the top. Lone Star is one of the very, very few circuits in the whole United States that will guarantee you a pro. So license. if you're kicking ass in Lone Star, you're probably going into yeah. Formula Drift. If, if you that's win the Lone Star, you're trying to pursue. if you're pretty much top three Lone Star, you're yeah. going to get a pro license. Because oh, even okay. if you don't win it, like enough of the people are now paying attention to you that you're, you're you got a good opportunity. Yeah. And Aaron Losey, shout out to the guy that runs it. Um, very, very like humble guy. He does a good job connecting his people. So yeah. even if you do well in his circuit, you feed the community. He'll take you out to SEMA. He'll introduce you to the main yeah. pros, and he'll 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 get, he'll, he'll, he'll yeah. get you placed in where you need to be and make yeah. the connections, which that's pretty fucking cool. Um, even in like Lone Star Drift, like there's cars that are like regularly like over a thousand horsepower, aren't there? I, or just a handful of them. I would say not just regularly, a handful, just maybe, a handful. <laughs> maybe just a handful in the in the pro am because they're a little bit less funding and when you have those more powerful cars you're you're just you're breaking shit tires. you're breaking shit you need big yeah. big money behind you clearly yeah because like i remember when we were touring with some of the pro two guys which is fd but they're not like top guys dude you would go in their trailer and like the whole wall would be the front suspension mapped out by drawing and then oh, they would have Jesus. like control like so it looked like you're looking above the bird's eye of a motor yeah and they'd have like control arms and suspension <clears throat> components and like everything mounted on the side of the trailer so if they hit the wall, they go in the trailer and they just pull it off, put oh, it on the car. Christ. Then when they get back to the shop, they're like, oh yeah, we got to replace part two, two, three. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Control arms. I mean, brake components. I was going to say, I haven't seen inside of any of those trailers. I've just seen the outside of them and some of those trailers, they're like race rigs. Or oh, just I'm pretty sure stupid. Chris Forsberg's doing it the hardest with his NOS rig. It's nuts. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Damn. It's got like the, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like the one I saw you post up. Of your dad's, like with the eighteen wheeler rig behind him, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. that, but Nos. Yeah, yeah, Nos money behind you, dude. Yeah, I don't know. God must be nice. I can't but you're imagine. in tight with like all the Lone Star Drift stuff too. Yeah, like you're at all those, right? Oh yeah, we haven't missed Lone Star in like five years. Haven't missed a Lone Star event demo practice. I mean, nothing. damn, bro, I went to school with a kid who got a perfect attendance record in high school for never missed a day of <laughs> school from kindergarten yeah. to like graduation. Fuck school, but yeah, the events I'm not gonna miss. Hopefully, they get you a, an not award coming up days. for not missing anything. Soon. I'm gonna have to hit up Losi and tell him I deserve something. Oh, definitely. <laughs> He's hoeing you if he doesn't get you anything. Yeah, dude. It doesn't matter if it's bad weather or nothing. We're not going to miss it. <laughs> yeah. And the Lone Star Drift ones are cool just because, like, they seem, like, more laid back, I guess, mm-hmm. compared to Formula Drift, too. In a fun way, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, in a fun way. It's a lot more casual. In, in a, a, more in a fun way as in, like, I, I got to, like, go out in a, in a drift <laughs> car, and that shit was fun as fuck. You need to come back out there, dude. They're oh, dude, I know. The, the I plan on it. The quality of drivers like, yeah. continuing to get raised because yeah. they get more attention. So I, I definitely want to get you in some more race cars. This oh, year. dude, big time. That it's like I don't know. It's like it's 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 a weird feeling because uh, like you're hauling ass down like a straight line, 
And then you're like, oh shit, a fucking turn's coming up. Like, oh dude, tandems. Yeah, and that's one thing that's more <laughs> enjoyable about the pro am is they get rowdy on yeah. the tandems, which tandem is multiple vehicles doing it in pro. They only do two car tandems at a time. That's just the rule. Well, Lone Star Drift, don't they kind of like let multiple cars? Oh, like, do more they do than Texas two all tandems. the time? <laughs> Texas tandems. I mean, you could YouTube it right now. There's like 20 cars. And Holy like that, shit! That is um that is as intense as it will get when they do yeah. like hot lap, which means. Because in the pro circuit, they don't let you do like very controlled. You do a lap, cool yeah. down, do a lap, cool down. But they'll do hot lap practice, like 20-car tandems, where it's like if you can fit in, it. <laughs> go out there and yeah. send it. Yeah, and they'll be tapping doors, tapping tires. Yeah. Like they'll be they'll – be, you're not supposed to. <laughs> you can like tap your driver's door. You'll see the driver's like slam his hand on the door, and then the car behind him like is full angle, wheels max locked. And he'll be like, be digging into it as the back. Oh, like trying like, to tap it. Yeah, and he'll leave just a subtle rub mark down the yeah. driver's door. I'm like that. That's so fun though. That like adds so much more, just like oh, crazy yeah. shit to it. And um, I don't know, dude. That's just like fun shit. Oh, I, I can't uh, imagine. It's doing like such a weird feeling because like yeah, they're trying incredible. to go as fast as they fucking can into like a corner, and mo- like, dude, if you've never like slid through a corner in a car you're just like no normally you go way slower to make this corner and you're just like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit the hardest part is making like, a fucking turn sliding through it it literally breaks down everything you were taught as a driver like oh hey, yeah i tried to learn like from some of the pro yeah. guys i mean i saw you sliding around that's like definitely more than uh most people could probably do so i yeah, i'm you. trying to get on that level but yeah, it's it's literally like everything you're told as a driver, like oversteering and where you try to yeah. correct your steering, you just keep fucking yeah flooring it and like yeah. feathering the throttle and just it's it's almost to me I think it's very subtle and just it's like so enjoyable. But the steering control, it's literally like doing the exact opposite of everything you should do when a car is losing control. Yeah, you steer into it, you give it more throttle to where your body's like <laughs> slam on the brakes, dig the wheel into one side, hope for the best. Yep. Nope. Just do the opposite. Yeah, it's literally just that. Floor it. <laughs> it's like find the boundaries of impossible and just feather it. Just yeah. Right along. That. And then if you're real good, like the fucking videos of like their feet work. Yeah. Doing all three oh, yeah. pedals, and then you know the rip. Yeah. Like they have their hydraulic handbrake as well, and like just all that shit. Like whoo. Yeah. So you have that's some fancy yeah, footwork. The two e brakes. Yeah. That the whole the whole concept because like even when you go into those like large high speed corners and you're just like fourth gear eighty miles an hour going into a wall and then you just throw it to the left when mm-hmm. the wall's on your right yeah yeah it's just it's a weird feeling it Shit, is it feels fun. like you're purposely gonna screw yeah. yourself how'd you uh, how'd you get in with like all the drift guys anyways just, like you're at all the Lone Star shit how'd you was that like what you started going to or yeah. were you Oh, okay. That was like the first events you were doing? Well, I guess I went to the pro events, got interested in the sport, and then knew it would be a better platform for Kiros to be involved with the grassroots. Yeah. So that's, Makes that's sense. what kind of rolled into yeah. it. Because we couldn't really go to the big events and be any relevance. Yeah. So we kind of had to start, you know, justifiably or, you know, responsibly at the bottom and work yeah. our way up. And yeah, it, it for sure. It worked out in the long run. Yeah. Do you like, um, like, there's more Lone Star events in Texas, clearly, and uh, they're kind of all over. But, like, if you're at Texas Motor Speedway... Mm-hmm. Do you have more fun at the Lone Star event or the Formula Drift event? That's a very good question. 100% Lone Star. 100%? Yeah. Because, I mean, the FD, it's exciting, but you're just getting... Uh, I feel like Lone Star is a little bit more personal as well. Yeah. You probably know more people there. You get to, like... It's a little bit more laid back, not, like, everything like that. So, it's, I can see that. The FD side is just so commercial and so structured yeah. and time-sensitive. It's like... A lot of money. Track opens at this time. It's done at this time. Practices this time. We're shut down for this time. Drivers at this time. Is that more like the venue rules, like Texas Motor Speedway being more sticky, or is that like 
the people putting on the events. I think like, it's 50-50 cuz I think it's bit such a business they yeah. want it to run like a business. But oh, have for the idea sure. Understandably. of a fun out, you know, outgoing yeah. sport. Yeah. But then yeah. at the same time it's it's I kind of cuz we just talked about the Jim Connor thing. Um uh was it Ken Block? He was talking to one of the younger drivers and he's like it's crazy. I own all these cars. I race these cars professionally. He's now retired in the rally course stuff, but He's like, when we go to these events, like, all we do is just, you know, we drive to maximize and be perfect for that event. We're not even, like, having fun. Yeah. So it's like, these are the guys actually freestyle, having fun, no script. Yeah. Like, just kind of doing it for the sake of it. Yeah. But when you get to that pro series, you're just like, I don't know how to explain it. Ken Block explained it so much better. It's just, yeah, you're doing it to be perfect, not to yeah. have fun. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot more riding on it. For sure. And you probably have a lot more, uh, there's, like, big names, like... If you're racing Formula Drift, like you could have like Monster, whoever the fuck, like backing you with a mm-hmm. bunch of money and this nice ass race rig and expen- expensive car parts and everything oh, like imagine. that. And you're just going out there and smashing shit up. And like, I-, I feel like whenever you have all these people to answer to for like why maybe you're not winning or why something is like costing so much money, like I could see how it'd be like, okay, it's a, it's a job now. I need to like, I need to fucking like tighten my shit up and like, yeah, some of the drivers we work with, they were wearing like the the monitor bracelets to do like your heartbeat and like how many calories you've eaten today to really try and maximize them being an athlete and get full endurance. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, that's I, I respect the hustle, but at the same time, it's just it's almost that like, seems like weird. Like that's just like such a weird thing to like go in. Like it's just like oh, you're just out there drifting. Like yeah. you're doing some crazy shit. Like you would think that, but I mean, if you're you're in high heat environments yeah. and you want to be like, yeah. at peak and for peak performance, it's kind of like I look at. Some of the guys that ride street, if mm-hmm. they were to go to AMA racing, like the the track, yeah, they would have no fun. They'd be like, "This is so." <laughs> I'm gonna do the work. same exact. Well, it's too much work. It's too repetitive. It's yeah. like I'm dialing in this one same exact lap a thousand times. Yeah, those guys just want to be rowdy and go have fun. Like yeah. they want to go do wheelies on the streets and yeah, pop a curb randomly. Like one of my favorite shots we got a view back when I was still shooting for Kalos because I'm no no like skilled photographer. But yeah. back when. Um, I was doing the media or I was doing the driving on the rides. Like I remember there was pictures of you like popping curbs and you'd be like riding the sidewalk and you'd like jump back on the street. Yeah, and just fucking go, around. Yeah, it's just like that's where your eyes thought was attractive and that's yeah. where your bike went. Just fun. Yeah. Just having fun. But that's like the freestyle aspect versus like that. Yeah. That pro, yeah, very yeah. controlled, very yeah. repetitive. Even just like going to ride for fun, Um, I, like as a rider, you can go to the track, you can go to trails, or you can like go hit the streets. Yeah. Cause I can do it all. Cause you know, fucking supermoto skilled like that. <laughs> Tracks like I'm not gonna say I'm like fucking good or anything, but like, dude, a track is like it wears you out so fast. Um, if it has like some monster ass jumps on it, like, like I'll hit some pretty sizable jumps, but I'm not gonna go out there and like send it off like the biggest shit, dude. I gotta get to work on Monday. Like, I'm yeah, not trying to do true. that. It's tiring, and like you're just on one one loop the whole day, and that kind of gets boring. Like. Versus if I go like ride at a off like a park somewhere like an off road park, you're uh, just finding your own track. You can like you'll be cutting through the trees and shit, and you can go find like hill climbs and shit to do and stuff that's like hard and like you'll it's like physically demanding as well. But like you can ride new shit the whole day mm-hmm. and not loop back on like the same thing just over and over and over again. And uh, that shit's fun as fuck to me. Like if I'm riding dirt, riding like trails and stuff is way more fun. Just trying to go find some hard stuff like out in the woods. It's like you get to find your path. It's like whatever's yeah. attractive to you in that moment, you just go do. Yeah. Versus like when you're on that track, it's like you're on that yeah. same six. None of it's the same as the streets, though, dude. The streets are just whew, that's where too it's at. fun. I don't know something about it, dude. <laughs> I I don't know if it's like just 
is it that chaotic factor? You I should, think so. Like yeah. you're probably doing shit you're not supposed to be doing. So like that gets adrenaline pumping a little bit. Does like, that, you think not that so you're much. You're gonna age out of that. I don't. I think so. I don't know. I've talked to some of the older riders, and um, I think the older I get, the more I'm just like, nah, that stuff's like, nah, that's dumb. That's dumb. Like maybe a few years ago, I'd have just been like, fuck it, do whatever. Yeah. Now I like see stuff is like, nah, it's kind of dangerous and stupid. Like too risky. Like, and I was just kind of thinking about this myself. I'm not necessarily like experiencing the rider perspective, but I do know the bike life culture very well. Um, so I'm thinking more from the media vehicle, but yeah. I think even with some of the situations that we've gone through over the years, it's like after a certain point, you're like, man, how, how much longer can I keep doing this and not, Oh, I know. Right. And not really have, some, it's like, like you're playing with fire. Like, I mean, on a lot of the like rides we go on, you're just like, fuck dude, we're kind of playing with fire yeah, out here. Yeah. And at some point you're going to get burned. Oh, 100%. and I think about that. And I think maybe that's like, cause I think about that aspect of it a lot more as time goes on. And maybe that's why like, as more time does go on, I do look at things and I'm just like, no, it's kind of too risky to do. Maybe no, nah, maybe I won't do that. And I'll like still go out like, dude, I'll be going through traffic on like the highway and just like be ripping wheelies through cars and shit. And like, not really even think about it. And then after the fact, I'm like, well, glad that turned out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been really bad. I think the biggest reality check is when you do it for so long, you're going to go through the motions of seeing other people kind of get, I don't want to say screwed, but yeah, for sure. Whatever this, I mean, wrecks and rest, and yeah. you, just, you go through those seasons, and um, after a certain point, you just can't be blind, you know. Yeah, it's it's like and, being young and partying. It's like it's oh no no no, yeah. all my friends are healthy, all my friends aren't in trouble, and then like you know you're twenty one, yeah. And you know, I had a friend back in the day, he got in a car wreck, and then you know a few years later, you got friends that got charges. And yeah. Then you know you're you know I'm twenty six now. It's like well, shit. Yeah, I each year each you know three to six months, I could probably say I've seen something significant happened that's long-term for somebody else. So. Yeah. It, it like makes you kind of second-guess a lot of yeah. things that you might be around or involved with or just know is going on that maybe you're not involved with, but you know somebody that's involved with it. It's like you think you're untouchable, but then the more you yeah. see like close stuff happen, you're like, maybe yeah. it's not as out of reach as I like yeah. to think it is. Definitely. And I think about that a lot of the times with like doing all the wheelies and shit and like the cops, it's like, most of the cops, like, in this area, like, if you're in a group, they'll they'll maybe flip the lights on for a second and then just kind of go away if, like... And especially, like, if you're kind of, like... If you're, say, you're in, like, a pack of, like, five, ten people and you're doing wheelies down the road and a cop comes up, flips his lights on, more than likely, he knows that he's not going to be able to pull you guys over. He knows that you're not going to pull over because you're, like, showing out like that in mm-hmm. public. So he knows that you, like... There's already a factor of you don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like most of that is just like if there's other cars around that see that going on and they see a cop not flip his lights on and try to do something, they're going to be complaining that the cops aren't doing anything. So a lot of it is like if there's a pack of bikes, like if you just kind of like if you just set your wheelies down, just kind of chill out like that cop's going to go away and like you can go back to it when he leaves because now he won't have people complaining. It doesn't make sense. And um, yeah, so a lot of it's literally just for show. And I don't know, like. There's those times where it's like on rides, like you don't really stop doing all yeah. the tricks and shit, and you just keep going and keep pushing <laughs> buttons. And maybe that's not the smartest, but I've seen videos I've and never maybe seen, I've that never is like the that, most yeah. fun to do because, yeah. uh, you know, the cops, it's you. always it's always fun to mess with cops just because, like, that's their job. <laughs> and, uh, all my, you know, I have plenty of disagreements with cops and everything like that, but. Um, I don't know. I think about that a lot. And like, I don't really even like ride alone anymore just because I'm like, man, like even if I'm not doing anything, I'm on a bike that doesn't, doesn't look legal. It may or may not be legal. Mm -hmm. Um, probably not. 
but i saw yours it's legal <laughs> yeah legal ish right um and it's just the like dude the like drew <laughs> literally the last time i like i rode out like alone i wasn't even doing anything like mm-hmm. i i don't have <laughs> i'm i don't have a speedometer on my bike so i don't know how fast i was going i just know i was going faster than the cars that were around me so i was more than likely speeding and um i passed a cop and i just kind of like ducked off like into a parking lot and like behind some buildings and then like hopped a median and was gone and like i don't really know i don't think the cop was behind me but like i kind of saw him turn around and come my way i never heard a heard a siren or saw any lights but like i know he's (laughs) definitely interested and it's just like even something like that it's like it kind of makes you think (laughs) you're just like what if something happened and say like my bike fell apart right now or it died and wouldn't start like i would just be fucked yeah i know it's like i I second guess things like that all the time so i like i think the more time goes on like i don't even like riding alone anymore well that's it you just see people that like it wasn't their driving that got them in trouble it was a bad ground wire yeah their bike to stall or you know i mean yep just without saying any names that um I think you were at the ride. It was right after we got back from ROC. It was literally like the next week and there was a ride. Mm-hmm. And I think we left Moto Liberty and I ended up scooping up one of the local guys. Yeah. It was because his, his bike overheated and Honda has something that once it gets over a certain temperature, like even if it can start, it's not going to start. Yeah. And that's like pretty common with bikes. If they get too hot and they're just like, so that was like the rider was like, I can, my bike's fine. It's like, it's just in yeah. this weird like shut off stage where it's mm-hmm. like it's literally killing itself so mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be you it doesn't have to be the bike it doesn't have to be a flat tire it's just bad yeah. fucking formula yep. yep i know uh i know plenty of people yeah. <laughs> that uh, have had bad luck i, don't I, know, I hate to see it because it's always yeah. like man that happened to who and yeah go, that and like oh. going to all the the bike nights and stuff we go to like um I mean, I have the video that was up on my YouTube channel of the guy that, like, got run over, mm. the car that ran over, like, two different bikes in, like, a 20-second span. It's like a Cadillac, like, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, like a, it was, like, a Cadillac, and, um, it's, like, dude, whenever I saw that, like, dude, I was, I was like, 45 minutes away from, like, home, like, riding yeah. home, and that was the longest fucking ride home I've oh, ever, yeah, like, made after that. Like, I rode slow the whole way home. Yeah. I, I didn't even get on the highway. Like, I just took some small roads. I don't blame you. And man. I was, like, looking around constantly, and I was just like, dude, I, I, I don't know if that guy's going to live or not. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude. I, I, I might have just seen some dude, like, die in front of me. I was like, I don't even know. And the crazy part is, like, he was fine a second ago. or Yeah. Just moments before Like, that. dude, I remember, like, when we were all at Fuel City before that, like, the dude, like, I remember him out there talking and making jokes with his buddies and, like, all that shit. And it's like, dude, and, like, you know, a few minutes later, he's, like, laid out. He just got run over by a car. It's like, oh, shit, dude. Like, this shit is risky and um changes quick it's crazy dude and what pisses me off about that is like the first bike that got run over i like played that shit frame by frame for my gopro and like i saw his his brake light come on so that bike literally got over in front of a car and brake checked him and it's like late at night on a thursday you know thirsty thursdays people turning mm-hmm. up like when you're downtown dude, you Dallas, don't know that could be yeah. any day of the week. Yeah, dude. And you're like, yeah. you don't know if that person in that car is sober or not. Well, I, they could I don't, be sober, but they're on their phone per, yeah, or they're dude, fucking anything. putting makeup on yeah, or whatever. Like, dude, yeah. And um, that guy like got over in front of that car because that car wanted to go around all the bikes, understandably. And um, just hit his brakes and he got run over. And then the car like f- fucking tries taking off and, you know starts hauling ass forward and then the, the second guy that did get run over and got pretty messed up he um like started chasing after the car and 
the car brake checked him and he just locked his tires up and fucking slid out and slammed the ground and um you can't see it in my video of it because like i looked away at the correct moment i was like trying to make sure i wasn't going to run into anybody and i like turned back and then looked back forward and when i turned back the guy goes out of frame and he like his head literally gets run over by the car and that guy's blind in one eye now it's fucking crazy that's nuts i did yeah he like he like he like found, hurt, he, like, found me and um like the through the video they like messaged me and they, he like called me and i had like a long conversation with him one day and uh, he was like real thankful that I stopped and shit. And it's like, dude, I just didn't want you to get run over. Cause like I was like up on the front and I was just trying to get the license plate of the car yeah. that did it on camera. Like I wasn't trying to chase it back to its house and like get shot or anything like that. I was just it's trying just to get the license plate, like, evidence. like yeah. get some sort of evidence. That's and, crazy. Um, a dude's blind in one eye. Dude, bad. Like I, I can't remember all his injuries and shit, but like, dude, I turned around and like, he's just laid out in the middle of the street and like cars are coming and uh like we're on an exit ramp from that's one highway like onto a different highway that's a major one that no yeah, one's paying and like, attention people are lane yeah, changing dude, like a I motherfucker was, dude i like turned around and went back and like nobody had stopped with him and i was just like seriously like i was in the front like i thought for sure somebody would stop yeah and um because mm. the first guy that went down um he was fine like i saw him like running before like the second guy even got hit like i turned around i, I like saw him running down the street so like he hit the ground running and was even that somewhat sometimes okay. that's adrenaline that could be like You're yeah not yeah fine. for sure but like i saw that he was up and moving yeah. and this guy was just like hit the ground and was not moving anymore and um he had like some pretty bad uh looking gashes and stuff and like i remember his head was like i think i'm pretty sure his head was like split open and it just looked questionable I'm pretty sure I do remember seeing that video because you were like flashing your lights. Yeah, yeah, I like turned around, and was flashing my lights because I didn't want cars to like run them over, and um, I like took my GoPro off and everything because I didn't want the cops to like take it and then see everything else we were doing, like all the wheelies and yeah. stuff. Even though that wasn't really related to what happened with this vehicle, yeah. And um, but I just I knew it could go bad, and um, that car protect ended your up, footage, riders. Yeah, dude, protect it, and um, SD in the sock. Yeah. Well, I like called nine one one for him, and the the ambulance and fire truck and everybody stopped up at the first guy that went down, and they blocked off that exit ramp we were on, and um, they like I guess didn't realize that the second guy was down the ramp a little bit because it was pretty spread apart, like I don't know maybe a quarter mile, maybe not quite a quarter mile, but it was like far enough to where and it was dark out, so they couldn't tell that we were all up there. And uh, I like rode, I hopped on my bike and like rode up to where they were all at. And I'm like flashing my lights so they don't think I'm just like running up on them or doing something crazy. And uh, I get up there and a cop is like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing riding backwards down the exit ramp? I was like, I was like, look, this guy back here is fine. Like the dude up there that you guys need to help is like fucking laid out dying. I was like, y'all need to go up there and help him. And he was like, we'll get to that in a second, but you need to quit fucking riding like this, riding backwards. And it's like, you guys literally have a whole fire truck and, like, everything blocking the whole exit ramp. Like, there's not any cars coming. And, like, I, I just looked at him. I was like, what the fuck? And then I look over and, like, the, the fire, the, there's, like, some uh, paramedics ATS. or whatever, like, right there at the fire truck. And they're just like, well, we'll come down there. It's like, I'm glad fucking you guys are sensible. Jesus Christ like dude it's a thursday night like what else are you doing right now like this is your job why are you being a dick bag i think it's kind of funny but i, I saw the thing you posted earlier it was um 
It takes like six years to be a lawyer, but six months to be a cop. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. That's crazy. I don't know, man. Well, Fucking... I mean, it's just they're hotheads, man. I mean, not no hate yeah. on cops, but it's like that's that's kind of their. No, it's cool. We can hate on them all <laughs> we want, dude. <laughs> like, dude, earlier today, like, there's some dude. Like, I I was uh, in here recording some stuff for the podcast, and uh, I like heard some voices, and I opened up my blinds, and there's a guy sitting out on the porch and fr- or dude, out on the curb. Cuffed. I mean, yeah, out on my curb, cuffed and shit. It was on my Instagram and uh. Cuff by in the back at Bro, that, like that's yeah, it. I, yeah. I was I was pretty happy to see they the were second like, story up yeah. there where he drove off. Dude, I like recorded the first one and I was like, oh, I gotta start recording in case something goes down. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm the type. It's like, dude, if you can film the police, like you better fucking be filming just in case. Yeah. And uh, cause like I don't know what they pulled this guy over for. I don't. That's yeah. not my business. But if these cops want to get sideways, like happens a lot, especially as two, you know, uh, two white cops and the guy sitting on the curb. It was a, a black guy like dude you don't know what's mm-hmm. i mean these are older gentlemen you don't know if they're like from the south or they have certain views or yeah you, that's you nice, know man. they could have been having a bad day and they'll take it out on the dude you never fucking know like his wife it, just divorced him so he's just yeah dude the you, world. literally no fucking idea like you never know what you're gonna get with which cop is involved so it's like you can't trust any of them yeah <laughs> and, this uh, is sad like truth, i posted man. the one story the guy being handcuffed and then i like just set my phone up on my window like just recording out the window and it was it was a they were only out there for like 10 minutes or so so it wasn't a crazy interaction but they were like searching his car and i saw them pull out like a bud ice like a tall boy mm-hmm. and it was open and i was like ah, oh, dude hell no I was like, man, this is about to go bad. Open continue. And I shit you not, dude. They sat on the trunk for a few minutes. They were out there talking. I didn't go out there and like listen. I was just like trying to kind of creep through the window. And uh, they dump it out. And then like a few minutes later, they're like uncuffing him and he's free to go. And I was so confused. I was just like, there's no fucking way. Like those cops can easily give him like an open container. Like some some sort of ticket or. When I saw your second story, the car driving away. Yeah, my first dude. thing was like, oh, I wonder if they're pulling it on the tow truck. <laughs> dude, see what I thought? Like, I was like, man, they for sure could have had them. Yeah. Like here in this town where we're at, like cops don't, they're not mm-hmm. cool here. They, I've never gotten like a warning or anything. Like cops here, fucking. They pull out the every, paper before. Like they literally, fucking... uh, uh, like cops that I know from like other towns, mm-hmm. they say like the cops here are like by far the biggest assholes that they know. Is it because it's kind of a smaller town next to like the bigger town that dude, makes a lot of money? I don't, money? I don't fucking, to say it's dude, I don't right know. Now. But they say like they're just real strict here, yeah, and like the that. way their training is is like a lot more intense, and just like it's weird to think it's, it's like more they they develop like a bunch of hotheads or some shit. Yeah, and um, yeah, dude. So it's like I was thinking like he had an open container, they just dumped it out. It's like I don't. It was probably hot because I, I I remember him like it looked like he was like feeling the can to be like no like talking about it. It's like it was probably a hot ass can. Like he probably wasn't even drinking that today because they didn't breathalyze him that I saw, mm-hmm. and um, they dumped it out and let him go. So it's like that had to be like an unlawful stop. And it's like we're in a neighborhood. It, they were facing a direction where they didn't just come like off the highway or yeah. off of, like a main street. Like they came through the neighborhood. And it's like they weren't patrolling through here. So that was like probably some bullshit. They were like waiting on him to come out of somewhere. They probably pulled him over for some fucking made up reason. And they probably knew they didn't have like an actual good reason because they didn't find any like drugs or anything what on him. What they like threatened him with. Yeah. It was probably just like some sort of bullshit. 
It's like that ROC thing. I like. I was like, man, should I just go out there and be like, yo, don't talk to him. Don't fucking say nothing. Don't say nothing. They know nothing, bro. They know nothing. <laughs> you know what you do? You shut the fuck up. That's what you do. Don't even tell him nothing. No shit. Bro, you can't talk yourself out of situations. You can only talk yourself into situations Dude, with cops. Because if they have the evidence, they the have your ass. Truth. If they don't, they don't have your ass. And if they don't have it and they still take you, like, well, they will just you can get the fuck out of that. Trip or words, the truth. They oh, dude, big time. Everything. That's what uh, I've, I've always heard. Dude, like, I mean, they tell you your rights. Like, you have a right to remain silent. Anything you can just or say, anything yeah. you say can and will be used against you. It's like anything you say will be used against Shit. you. So don't fucking say anything. Yeah, they're going to hold you to it, man. Yeah. And they're going to manipulate. The, the thing is, they that's can, what like, I've always re, heard. Just like, don't say anything. what you say and, like, yeah. make it seem like you, and, like, I'm trying to say this properly. It's like they will make it seem like you admitted to something you didn't yeah. admit to. So you'd be like, no, no, I didn't have coke. I said I had weed. And like, oh, so you do have weed in the <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah. yeah, dude. So it's just like, like so uh, what was that white powder resin? You're like, no, yep. no, it's just weed. Uh, yep. What? Because <laughs> it's like nine times out of ten, like what? What they pull you over for? Your registration oh, being out. That yeah. Well, the cop was behind you. Your registration's on the front of your vehicle. How'd they know it was out? Because they ran your plates behind you. Why'd they run your plates? They're not supposed to run your plates without a reason. I hope so it's like, tonight. what the fuck do you pull me over Those from behind cameras for? cameras they have that run your shit immediately, yeah, like, automatically. Oh, uh, bro, nuts. you can, like, be going opposite ways down the highway is what I've heard, and they can, like, run your shit. You can have, like, an unpaid ticket and be, like, buying yeah. out some child support, and they're like, oh, yeah, that red Dodge Charger. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fucked, dude. That's nuts. I don't know. I used to be, like, such a bitch about cops. Like, nah, they're not all bad. And, like, I get that not all of them are, like, being a piece of shit in the moment. But it's like your job is literally uh, paid for by my taxes, which are like st stolen from me, if you will, because taxes are bullshit too. And um, so you're taking money that's stolen from us and you're having to fucking then turn around and charge us more money for stupid things like that's speeding, nice. like all these all these victimless crimes. Like who's the victim? The state? Well, why is the state the victim? Because the state decided to make a law. They They're like, you can't go it. like you have to go this speed limit. Well, there's like been studies and shit that like show that speed limits don't make roads safer. People are gonna drive to their ability still, and uh, it just like it's I don't know. Yeah, the speed dumb, cameras dude. blow my mind. I'm from, oh, dude, I those was, are total bullshit Iowa, too, and they're, dude. Like, everywhere up yeah. there. We went and rented a car up there. And my parents were like, you better not get any. It was like you better fucking do the speed limit everywhere you go, and like you can be driving on some country roads. It yeah, doesn't look They'll like clock it. your ass and fucking yeah. mail you a ticket, dude. Oh, yeah, and like if you're like, in a rental, too, I was like, I'm in a fucking enterprise car. Like, God, they <laughs> back will charge fuck, your yeah. ass, dude. Enterprise will be like, yeah, okay, it was on Tuesday the sixth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, Evan Williams. Yep, got his ass. Yeah, no shit. Like you can transfer. Here's his bank number. Uh huh. Oh. And then like, okay, so you have like the cops that are doing the bad shit on camera, or mm -hmm. they have like a record of doing fucked up things, and they just switch departments because that shit doesn't carry over, mm -hmm. and then. Somebody else hires them, and it's like then all their buddies are sticking up for them because they're fucking like they're literally like a gang, dude. Yeah, like it's, it's a, them it's versus everybody, spot. and it's uh I don't know, man. Now anymore, I'm just like nah, fuck all of them, dude. I yeah, think it's like unique, uh, it's a unique type of person. I think it's uh strange that like, or not strange. I think like, I mean, I don't want to be paying taxes like at all. Nobody fucking wants to pay taxes, and people that like vote to pay more tax they're fucking idiots i don't mm, understand they're probably them. just rich as fuck not paying taxes <laughs> yeah. in the first place so yeah they're just like passing the bill to they're, somebody they're else. like past the point of being rich they're like so rich that they don't have to pay them at all anymore that they have a fucking lawyer <laughs> that just like yeah. gets everything taken care of yeah i feel like i have some extreme views on this stuff but uh that's all right all it makes me reason. me um <laughs> but like if i'm having to pay taxes like okay so you pay your taxes or whatever mm -hmm. like your local like into your city or whatever um why doesn't the city like hire a private police force and then when they start being shitty 
they can fire those fucking people and then bring like hire a new private company because you're already paying taxes to pay for cops and shit. Mm -hmm. So there's already money being paid for these people to be doing this job. Well, why not get rid of the government part of or like that a cop is a government mm -hmm. employee? Why don't we get rid of that? Use that same money that you're paying the department for to hire a private company. They're like they keep all the money in house, I guess, right? Yeah, like why why not just use that same amount of money and like put it into a private company that polices? And if you don't like them, then you fire them. Yeah. <laughs> like any other fucking job where you don't like the like the job that's being done, like mm -hmm. you just bring in somebody else to do a better job. I think there'd be like more accountability or something. I don't know. Yeah, there definitely would be. I was kind of hoping in the big obviously scale that's of not like a concrete fucking plan. Like there'd be some kinks to work out, but Shit. that could be an option. I don't know. Any, I mean, anything uh, we're doing wrong, it needs to be reevaluated. So it doesn't hurt to throw some ideas. <laughs> yeah, like we're trying to make everything better. So yeah, why cool. not? Also, know. the same methods we've been using on a lot of these things are like what mm -hmm. hundreds of years old. Yeah, They're just not even. It's just hundreds like, of years old, but just it's so, so dumb. Old. There's they're behind. Yeah, there's like a lot of effort into solving, uh, or not even solving, just like going after stupid things, like just mm -hmm. patrolling the streets, like catching speeders and people that rolled through a red light or a stop sign. I mean, I guess and it's like. Dude, that shit's stupid. Like, go out and solve, like, a like get more investigative people, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Like, too much shit goes, like, just unworried about, like, all, like, the, the, the rate that they solve, like, murders or rapes or thefts. Like, shit that's, like, a real crime. Like, I know it's hard as fuck to, like, solve some of that stuff. And some of it, the evidence just isn't there. But it's, like, a lot of it's just, like, they don't have the manpower to solve that shit. It's, like, they just need more people working it. It's, like, you got... People out on the fucking streets just writing bullshit tickets all day. Like, you could fucking take away from that and put it more into solving actual crimes. I, I'm not at all trying to defend either side. Like, <laughs> yeah, I at, know, I know. I'm a, I'm extreme over here. No, yeah, you, you're definitely. I, I see exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. I look at um, I'm not trying to call anybody specific, but that the the YouTube channel that we watched, I think a few times at my house. This the the guy from California that does those crazy street race videos, supercar. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I watch his stuff and I'm like, man, like. I don't know. It's like you're creating worse of a problem. Yeah. Like these. And I think like something like that is like there's almost like it's an some extreme of the, example. Some of the but... stuff they do it like involves like actual victims because like in turn property does get damaged in some of the yeah. stunts that are in those videos, yeah. and like cars are getting hit or people are getting yeah. hit and they're like actually assault like throwing like the giant like fire firework things like at the cops and stuff. It's like, it's like okay it's. I see it's funny to throw a firework at a cop. Like, I don't give two fucks about mm -hmm. that cop. But at the same time, it's like, at that point, like, that becomes assault. You're, like, yeah. throwing an explosive thing at a person. And it's like, that's where, like, okay, now you did make a victim there. So now it's like... Now there I, is an issue. Now there is a crime. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I guess if you're not, like, doing anything to hurt anybody... It's like, where is the crime at then? People are always going to make yeah. themselves the victim. That's yeah. The downfall Obviously, like, there's so many cases we could, like, pull out and, like, contradict yeah. what I'm saying here. So, no, I'm just, I'm trying my, to, like that, I said, my shit's not like a concrete plan. This, it's just it, like, the only some, reason I brought that example spitballing. up is it just, it's going to, I feel like it's going to get continued to get worse. I think, yeah. You have extremely valid points. It's just unfortunate you have young people like this that are, are no man stirring the pot. And it's yeah. just like, we're getting so far away yeah. from even finding a common ground. It's yeah. Like, we're just adding it, it, the, fuel to yeah. this fire that could go out, but yeah. Just like, and now with like cell phones and everything, and everybody recording all these police in incidents, yeah. it's like you see more incidents of cops being shitty to the people they're supposed to be serving and protecting, yeah. and then it just like keeps making this divide. Oh, excuse me. It keeps making the divide like more and more and more, 
and um i don't know man it'll like it'll keep getting worse until like it reaches a breaking point and then like people will be like okay we finally want fucking change like Mm -hmm. something's got to happen here and uh i think whenever the like the the common person whenever all the common people come together and realize that they uh, outnumber every single oppressor that's out there whether that's like your political fucking people that you hate or the people making all these bullshit laws or anything like that um it's like once people realize that they outnumber everybody, like shit will change. I hope. Like I mean, we, I hope it changes. But then, like sometimes I yeah. look back at that YouTube we just mentioned. It's like, eh, yeah. I don't at the know, same time, like people are people. fucking too stupid to like yeah. do anything to come together. Kind of like with taxes. Like, I understand like to a certain point, like why some of taxes are paid. Like, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, it's like you see all the numbers that like. Uh, it was a Paul Rand. He's like, he was tweeting out like all the shit we spend money on, like millions and billions of dollars on of like just wasted shit, like science shit that we spend money on, like watching fucking geckos fuck when they take acid or something like spending millions on dumb shit like that. And it's like, why are we doing that? And then like, okay, we're borrowing all this money from China and then we're turning around and giving money, like millions of dollars in aid to China. It's like, we're fucking borrowing money at interest and then like giving it back to mm-hmm. him. Like w- that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. That's, that's definitely seems like a bottomless pit yeah. to be headed in. I mean, it totally, it, like, dude, I'm not trying to dive into fucking conspiracies over here and what's fact and what's conspiracy and everything. But like the way we print money and everything is fucked up. Like we have the federal reserve, which isn't even a federal entity. It's a private entity, which prints our money and then gets it to the banks. And then the banks give it to the people. It's like they print money and then sell it. And then that's why this like they make older they make just not it's, it doesn't work. And um, the president's brought it up a couple of times. How it's like a failing thing. And it's kind of funny. But like you have all these like the Rothschilds and all those crazy people. I don't want to get too far into conspiracies. People will fucking fall off for sure. <laughs> we got listening counts going down. Yeah, we're getting a, off way over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of 2018, bro. We got to cover. A dude, lot it of is. Shit. I know, dude. We're over here drinking beers and having a good time. And like <laughs> I knew we'd get way off. Um but yeah, dude, end of 2018. A lot of shit happened this year. Uh, what was like the favorite of? What was your favorite event you went to? I'd honestly say ROC, man. I had a great time. And personally, huh? we were supposed. To... Yeah. Hey, um, can you do me a favor before you do that? Can you uh, grab us a couple of drinks? And he said, "Keep being awesome." Please, and then thank if you, you, babe. Happen to in the journey. Of being <laughs> awesome. Um, Damn, yeah, dude. ROC, she, man. I was... She came in at a good time. <laughs> Females have good timing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Holding it down. Thanks, babe. Thanks, Megan. She's perfect. Amazing. Five mm-hmm. star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. who needs Jamie anyways? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just got a Megan. Uh, what What was your favorite event though oh, this R-O-C. past year? ROC. No, I'm, I'm really thankful we got to stay with y'all. So I appreciate the hospitality, dude. That was probably my favorite event this past year. Just like I've never been before. Yeah. It's the first time going, seeing everything, seeing everybody that I like don't get to see. Like yeah. you, all your internet friends like come together in one spot. It's so weird. So you talk cool to these shit. people on a regular basis. You know, yeah, I've dude. Never met this guy. And it's cool because like, uh, thank you, babe. Modelo time. <laughs> you have such a serious <laughs> face on. Well, Thank you. Why are you being so serious? I'm just tired. Yeah? You need a Red Bull? No. Cocaine? Maybe. We got a sponsor <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> this dude named Juan, he's going to sponsor the podcast right? with drugs. Um, but yeah, dude, Rock was interesting. So, like, you have all your internet friends that you talk to all the time, and then you, like, see them in person, and it's just like it's like you've been around each other like the whole time just because like 
with supermotos and motorcycles and all that shit. Like, it seems like it's just, like, such an easy thing to talk uh-huh. about and, like, you can connect with because you understand, like, why you have such a love for this thing. And people it's... people with, like, motorcycles understand, like, why motorcycles are so fun. Mm-hmm. And people that have never ridden one, they're just like, oh, they're just whatever. It's so crazy because, like, I don't know how to say it, I guess, to really paint the bright picture. But when I got to see these people, I almost felt bad when I left. I'm like, man, that like wasn't enough. It was like going to camp, and then like your parents yeah. pick you up, and Bye. you're driving away. You're like, see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's been like six more months before we get yep. to hang out again. Yep. I literally, I remember driving home from that. We were, we were all kind of in our little caravan. It was our car, Felix's yeah. car, and then your truck, I yeah. believe. And it's like, fuck, that wasn't long enough. Yeah, dude. It's like, man, that could have been like a lot longer. I should have gone like, like two we days all went earlier. To, like all the home, all the supermoto guys, like we all went out to breakfast and shit that yeah. day before we, like, we all left and... Uh, I just, I any know, of those guys fun. are listening. I was so, so hungover that day. Oh, dude. I was not at all myself. <laughs> I felt so embarrassed. Dude, I was ROC like, These guys was just like next level, dude. They probably think I'm an asshole. Like, I remember sitting at breakfast. I was like, hands in my, or face in my hands. Like, I ordered a burger and fries, and I could, I could plow that down. Dude, any and day all the, of the like, week, it's crazy. Touch a thing. Like, ROC is like known to be like the craziest fucking yeah. ride of like that you'll ever go to, and like cops don't give a fuck there and like you just you take over the streets with like so many other bikes hundreds of other bikes i don't know what the count is i don't even know if anybody tried to count but it it's like i don't think it'd be accurate to get a single dude it's got to be like at least 500 and 500 on the road yeah 500 bikes dude i'm thinking of like the shady jacks meetup dude i would say 1500 maybe that's my opinion i don't know it's it's like so i don't even like i can't judge groups like that i don't know (laughs) but i could say it's it's by far one of the healthiest groups i've ever been a part of dude it was massive it's definitely the biggest one i've ever seen yeah and um like dude i I, like there were so many people like i I don't want to say like we were too crazy i don't like too i don't want to be like yeah we're too hooligan but like so many of the supermoto guys like just the shit that like we were kind of getting into and Mm -hmm. like a lot of the stunt people were like kind of looking down on some of the shit. Like there's the video of uh, the fight that was happening on the sidewalk between oh during uh, the day with the between baseball. our homie with the supermoto no, because no, I don't know. <laughs> dude I like I kind of felt bad because like dude the traffic downtown was just too crazy yeah. and there was like two people on the sidewalk and it's like there's I'm on a little dirt bike like I'll cut around and kind of cut through the traffic up ahead and hop back in the street and like I did that and then like a few people followed no big deal it they weren't we weren't trying to hit anybody and we weren't going fast we were like creeping through there real slow and um you know my homie fucking hopped up behind me and then these drunk dudes from the baseball game like tried to stop they're like you know in his face and touching his bike and tell him to get the fuck back in the street and it's like all right dude like you guys are drunk you're fucking like in this dude's face like you don't know him you don't get in people's face like i'm not about to get in somebody's face unless i'm like ready to do yeah, something inspect ex- inspect yeah. ex- I say and it's like expect it to be like yeah you're gonna and it's fucking like clap see, it out you see how many fucking motorcycles are behind him you should just assume that like that he was probably, some he probably boy did, chad that like yeah. has never been told no yeah and he for literally, sure he like got put in I'm his fucking so place assuming, yeah he's probably like with his dad or yeah. something and he was buzzing and he you know probably walking around his little sperry he's yeah, totally dude. profiling so i don't want to sound negative <laughs> but it's like He'd never been told no. Chad and yeah. fucking Brad were walking yeah. down the sidewalk. Yeah, no shit. Literally, their names were Chad and Brad. They had name tags on. And, uh, you know, they just... They I don't know, dude. Like, you, like you, you can't, can't fucking yeah. do that to people. Like, you can't just, like... I get it. Like, we were doing stuff we weren't supposed to. And, uh, and so but, did that guy. But that, that guy, guy was doing stuff he yeah. wasn't supposed to also. And it, it backfired on I don't want to say he deserved it, but he definitely had that coming. Yeah, it's like you were asking for it. That's... Like, 
you should just assume there's like a large pack of motorcycles. Like you're gonna fuck with one person. Like there's probably like twenty people behind him that are willing to like fuck you up. There's for certain even thinking areas about doing I just it. would not be that blunt in. And that guy was very uh, yeah. Blunt. And yeah. like you said, once you touch somebody's property, yeah, you're there's all bets. So yeah, that kind of goes back to the, the Joey Salads touching people's sneakers. Like you don't yeah. know how much that's exactly. worth or what exactly. they did to get that or what they don't have. <laughs> uh huh. So you are completely and, um, assuming on a lot of factors yeah, that you're I, within control of that you have no way of completely fathoming or estimating yeah. the value of what's going on there. Yeah. And um, I don't know, just like that was kind of frowned upon amongst like some of the big stunt people. Because you guys touched the sidewalk? Uh, Yeah, just because like, well, there shouldn't have been up on the sidewalk. Just like seeing people talk shit in the comments like, oh, I was there. Nobody, ah. I'm never going back. It was just too stupid this year. Too many idiots showed up. Okay, this this is. I'm a car enthusiast, so I say this from the fucking sidelines. This is token quarterback, fucking like couch quarterback here. Yeah. But is that not the exact same thing the street bikes are doing on the street? Like, it seems like you guys both pick your playground. Their playground's the road, so they're only talking with cars. Like, your playground's anywhere. So I think the jealousy coincides with them not being able to jump on the sidewalk, but they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Your guy on the sidewalk was. And it's like I said, it wasn't even a crowded sidewalk. It was just like. I hate to say it. It has nothing to do with the crowded sidewalk. Like, they're in crowded streets. So how is that any different? Yeah. Just uh, the situation, like it wasn't, it was, it didn't have to be anything crazy. Yeah. Like these guys literally just had to step like a foot over, and like it would have been fine. And there was like families and shit that were just kind of laughing about it, like because I was going slow, and like mm-hmm. there was a, a kid who was probably like ten, and he like looked back and like saw me coming, and he like kind of did this dance thing, yeah. like he didn't know which, like exciting. which he didn't know which side to like move to, and like they're dude his parents were just kind of like laughing because like they could see my face through yeah. my helmet and i was laughing and i was just like no, no it's like it's intention. like okay yeah like i'm not here to like ruin you guys day i'm just like here to fight through this fucking crazy amounts of traffic that are going on right now that's by far one of my favorite and, um, things my like that it was just nice having that like little bit of recognition from like a whole family like they all thought it was cool and then these two grown-ass men are like being bitches about no, it they're just fucking tipsy and wanted to be the bigger man in yeah. that situation because one of my favorite things, and I've got to be a media vehicle, driver, chase vehicle, <coughs> photographer on a thousand fucking rides, Yeah, is people enjoy it. And that's why I don't really see too much shame and wrong in it. Yeah. Is you'll see a family. Like, I think that's what I like about A religious family. Too. You'll see a family. It looks like they don't speak English, like Asian on their way to church or whatever their religious practice yeah. is, like headed to a family dinner. And they all have like their tablets and iPhones out the windows. Or you'll yeah. see like... This black mom that's like busting up laughing and she's got yep. her kid in the back who's fucking grinning from yeah. ear to ear. I'll never forget one time. I have photos of it. It was one of the Dallas rides. There was this 18-wheeler fucking tow rig behind him, like full-size 18-wheeler. He had his iPad out the window like recording <laughs> it. And it was like, this would probably be like one of the most d- distracting, scary situations for that driver. But it's like, you can either choose to enjoy it. Yeah. You couldn't choose to be upset by it. Yeah. And that kind of goes to the guy on the sidewalk. It's like, you could have been like, oh man, I'm drinking a beer. Like, cause the guy was drinking beer in the video. Yeah. Um, you could have been like, yeah, that's cool. Like, oh, I'm going to dodge this bike. Or yeah. you could be like, oh, fuck this bike. Like it's 50, yeah. 50 dude. And you chose the fork. Chose the, the wrong fucking yeah. way. <laughs> you could have been the 18 wheeler that slammed on his brakes and caused his fucking six car pileup. Or you could be the guy that pulls out your phone and records it. Yeah. Or you could just smile and be like, you know what? Those kids are having fun. Yeah. I'm going to continue on my day. Yeah. It, like, that didn't guy affect made him. a very It didn't affect that decision. guy until he made it affect yes, him 100 percent. it was very self-control yeah and it's like he got knocked the fuck out by the end yes. of that video <laughs> and like i mean i've been on dallas rides where they've shut like okay i'm really forget a black volkswagen like swerved at a bunch of guys on an sso ride yeah and dude they shut the highway down dead stop and like the car had nowhere to go yeah yeah and they're like you know hands yeah. cocked off to the side like head cocked off to the yeah, side like, what's like, up dude what yeah, do you want to do now now that now okay. that we're in stop <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
okay, let's let's even this up. You're in a few thousand pound vehicle. Yeah. I'm in a hundred, like a few hundred pound motorcycle. Like, let's get off of those and then see what you want to do. And I'm like, stopped in like a vehicle, you know, three car lengths yeah. behind. I'm like, what do you think was gonna happen? Yeah. You have you could either let that go. And or I you get could've... it. Like, if you got a bunch of motorcycles surrounding you, like you probably some people like people get nervous, and yeah. there's like they get a little stiff and they're driving like, oh shit. But it's like. Dude, just like either like stay away from it, slow down a little bit, kind of signal, like make sure you signal your intention and just like slow down and yeah. they'll be gone in like two seconds. Not and that big of a deal. Not all rides, but I would say the more organized, mature ones. You yeah. Probably, Some of them get too car, crazy. As a car, you can, you can, you can signal your yeah. way or you can, there's a certain manner that yeah. the bikes are like, yo, let's just do I try bye. not to like, I don't like when people block every single lane yeah. of the road anyways. I, that's not cool. Like people. People have legitimate reasons that they need to get the fuck Work, on the road and go. Yeah, meetings. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. And I don't, I don't, I'm not there to like fuck that up. I'm, I'm here just to like provide a little bit of entertainment for everybody. I'm here to have fun. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be blocking the whole highway. That's not my motive. And some but people just don't get that. Those people, and at the, specifically with that Volkswagen situation, I remember in a brief minute he had the opportunity to drive off. Oh, he, he didn't take he, it. He acted on emotion and wanted ah. to get his revenge. And I feel like that ah. coincides with the guy at the head yeah. to the game. Like, yep. Even after he touched the bike, and hypothetically, our friend got off his bike and started doing his what's up, like, yeah. it still could have been repaired. Yeah. It still could have been, like, not like saying, say, I'm sorry and clap hands, but it still could have been, like, you know what, dude, I'm in the wrong because I'm fucking yeah. out here day drinking. You're yeah. in the wrong because you're riding on the sidewalk. I'm in the wrong for trying to stop this. Yeah. Like, Let's just split ways. Yeah. You keep doing, I'll keep yeah, doing. Yeah, no shit. Now, I'm not going to stop this bike ride as a human <laughs> yeah. in the fucking, in my Sperry's and uh-huh. chap shorts, but. Yep. Not uh, not part of it, dude. You you gave in to that, and yeah, and then I don't feel like, sympathy for those people. Yeah, at ROC, there was also like a bunch of uh, there's some videos. It was like a bunch of Groms that looked like it looked like there might have been a couple Supermotos in there, but I, uh, like at the giant uh, arch in St. Louis, they were like riding in the grass and shit, and that's like a national park, mm-hmm. and um, that like made the news. And there's people talking down on that, and it's like. Uh, I mean, I get like you don't want to be associated with the riding through the fucking grass at the national park. But it's like, dude, you're literally at a giant, like the biggest fucking stunt ride of the year where you're already doing illegal shit. Like, why even, why even like let that thing bother you? Why let the sidewalk fight bother you? Why let the fucking people riding their little mini bikes through the grass at the, at the arch? Like, why let that bother you? Did it cause, this is sounds so stupid. Did dude, it cause damage? Or? I don't think so. I mean, I didn't yeah. like notice anything. Yeah. And even if it caused damage, it's like, let the grass grow for another two weeks and it's back to fine. Yeah, I guess kinda, is it like, like when it the just signs some... say, don't step on grass? It's like, is it more of a respect factor? Or is it like, you're literally damaging? Yeah. I, and I understand. I, and like most of the, you know, most of those bikes city. are like street tires. So they're not like yeah. dirt bike tires where they're just ripping through fucking, there and fucking yeah, causing knobbies, a bunch of like, yeah. Just putting it's trails. like just smooth tires where it just knocked the grass and it'll pop back yeah. up. You know, most of the cases. I'm, there it's could the have been some fucking thing every there, Thursday but, yeah. when the guy goes sit there on his lawnmower, his John Deere. It's probably yeah, the same, same shit, damage. same yeah. fucking tires, whatever. I don't. I'm I don't not know. trying to protect the side, the riders, because obviously I'm gonna favor that side. But I just it yeah. all goes back to if you want to, ca- you want to cause more friction, you're gonna get yeah. more friction. And now uh, the guys that maybe hypothetically did that, they're gonna go back next year and cause more damage, mm-hmm. like or be more irritated. But I, I yeah. really, I really relate to that. The, <clears throat> the street walk, the street situation is like. Dude, that totally yeah. could have been avoided. Yeah. And then there's some crazy uh, p- 
police shenanigans in St. Louis. I heard Louis. about that. Yeah. <laughs> you heard about yeah, it. There's a cargo van that was involved in that. God, dude, Fucking just get the vans. fuck out of here and yeah, never come should. back. <laughs> I heard he said, I think what one of the homies said is he knew we were from Texas. So yeah. Back. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> I'm glad I was I heard they packed their bags that night. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't in the back of that van fucking hiding out. <laughs> dude, I just never forget um, from what I heard on this story. Uh, dude. From the person in the passenger seat, just the only thought that was going through that gentleman's mind was, man, if someone fucking farts, sneezes, coughs, scuffles, like, if there's anything from the back of the van, it's going to go from zero to 100 oh real quick. God. Like, even a fucking phone, bing, yep. like, that would have been like, oh, yep. fucking flashlight behind the, the For anybody cardinal. listening, to explain a little bit, oh, yeah. there, um, there was a little bit of a police chase. I was not personally involved. I escaped by the hairs on my chinny chin chin, um, prepubescent hairs. Not my not my hairs now. I've I've long hairs on my chin. But um, so there was a motorcycle chase, and <laughs> I was almost involved, but I was not because I I did not take a wrong turn. I was going the correct way, and a group of motorcycles of gentlemen that I do not know their names, any of them at all. I couldn't even describe who they are. Um, <laughs> they, uh, took a wrong turn. And when I turned back to look like to make sure they were all behind me, I, uh, saw two they, colors. they were not there. <laughs> nope. They were not there. And I was like, Oh, I'll turn around and go get them. I'll, I'll go find them. Like I saw them a few seconds yeah. ago. And, uh, when I turned around, I saw a cop driving through the dark with all its lights off. And I was mm. like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think they can handle it on their own. So I turned around and went to where we were staying at the, uh, Airbnb. And I turned my bike off and took my helmet off in the comfort of the backyard, hidden in the dark. And I just heard fucking sirens all around me chasing these gentlemen on their motorcycles. And uh, it Mm. went on for I don't know how long, but it was felt like fucking ever. It felt like it was forever. And um, man, yeah, dude, it was just a sketchy situation. And uh, like I said, like I somehow lucked out and I I seriously wasn't involved in that one. And uh just lucked out like that, I guess, just by not taking the wrong turn like the rest of them. Yeah. And one of them did get hit by a police car and uh, damaged <laughs> his bike, which uh, that is illegal. Like, cops are definitely not supposed to try to knock you off a motorcycle, which this one was doing. No, I don't know. You see which those East Coast videos. Up. They do that in the rag. Dude, that's so fucked up, too. And um, then, so, you know, that situation played out, and uh, nobody got in trouble. And then... Uh, me and this group of strangers <laughs> went out to uh, some bars later that night. Which can I also add, mis- poor decision making that one of the bikes <laughs> was still in the back of the of yeah. the alleged vehicle that was yeah. transporting yeah. all of so, said um, humans. Some of these bikes made it back to the the Airbnb, and some of them did not. So mm-hmm. some of them were just stowed in the back of a certain van that we were driving around in a rental, <laughs> a rental. Yeah, U-Haul, a U-Haul. We'll call it a U-Haul van. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, uh we go out to bar after like ev- the police chase is over and everything we all like me and these strangers meet back up and we go out to some bars we have some beers mm-hmm. we stay out way too fucking Dude, late it was like four in the morning it was, what, it, it was, it was like between four and five when we got back so uh we were out pretty late and uh on the way back to the airbnb in the same vicinity of where this police chase that these cops were on earlier this <laughs> night like it was probably like the chase was happening somewhere around like 11 to 12, I think. And then we came back through there like 4 to 5. I feel like that's pretty accurate because I remember we were supposed to meet yeah. up at 10.30. Yeah, and, and then I it just kept dragging on. I remember everybody's phone and I was – Yeah. I remember <laughs> I remember making a few phone calls and I was like, 
yeah, this ride's going really well, and they're just like kids in a fucking yeah. candy store, or something like abruptly <laughs> something went happened. wrong so yeah. bad to the point no one can get to their. Phone. Yep, and um, so Turned some of the, the so <laughs> some of the bikes like made it back, and some didn't. So like after it was all kind of settled, we all went out to bars later that night. Mm-hmm. A couple of the bikes were thrown in the back of this U-Haul van, and um, then after that, when we were heading back to the Airbnb, the gas station that was around the corner from where we were staying got shot up. Like, there's a drive-by, I guess. Like a, They said it was a double homicide drive-by. Which was literally, like, a quarter mile from the yeah, fucking it was like, Airbnb. It was, like, right outside the neighborhood. And oh, it's ridiculously close. It was too close. And there's cops everywhere. And, we, you know, some of us have been drinking. And some of these strangers were involved in a police chase. Mm. And, um... Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I don't know. I Like I said, I wasn't there. I just, I just heard sirens. So, um, uh, yeah, we get back and... We're going through the neighborhood, and a cop starts following this U-Haul van that we're all packed inside of. No seats in the back. Just, you know, kind of crammed in the very back of a cargo van. And um, the cop comes to the driver's door, and he kind of just lays it out there like, Look, I know you know who was on the motorcycles that we were chasing earlier. We have a police car that is all smashed up. Um, We would pursue further, but there's a double homicide we're dealing with that you guys just passed a second ago. And uh, we don't have time to fuck with y'all right now. And he's like, look, get the fuck out of here. Go back to Texas and never come back. And I it's believe like, he said he looked somebody up on Facebook, a certain company. Yeah, he looked a uh, – <laughs> I think he looked up careless on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if he gave us a like. That Ooh. was it. Did he follow? Did he buy one of those windbreakers? Hopefully so. <laughs> Hopefully so. Um, but, yeah, it was just crazy and, like, you know – me and a, a bunch of strangers are crammed in the very back, and we're just like, huh, oh, this that U-Haul. was crazy. Of the U-Haul, yeah. Um, harboring fugitives. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there, I don't know. dude. He just, like, didn't. I just, I don't think he knew we were back there. I don't know why. Like, he wouldn't just assume. He had, his, like, his bright-ass light bar on shining through the back Fuck. windows. And it was Fuck. crazy, dude. Just, like, crazy shit like that. And, and, like, he literally just was, like, right there. And was just like, you know what? Just y'all go. Y'all just, you just go and don't come back. It's like... Yes, sir. We're like, going sir, to bed, waking up, and I'm, fucking yeah. leaving. I'm checking on my Airbnb like two hours. It yep. is a scout's honor. I will be out of the state lines within uh, your breakfast. Dude, I was terrified leaving the next morning. Like, just like, because all the bikes are like mm-hmm. trailered up or in the mm-hmm. back of trucks. It's like, dude, if they're just like in the neighborhood, they have yeah, literally like they're just going to pull over the first motorcycles they see. Oh, my God. And it's like game over. And I was just like, man, I wasn't even involved, and like, I might get in trouble here. And I was like, so worried because it was like Sunday. It's like, I need to get back home, but shit. it's like, fuck, dude. Like, you can't get out till Monday if you go to jail or some shit. It's like, oh, that's it's if they don't shitty. make it difficult. But RSC, dude, it was just overall just like stupid lit. It was too fun. So if anybody wants to let us borrow a, a naked, on branded vehicle, <laughs> we're gonna need an yeah. SUV or yeah, U-Haul, a uh, no U-Haul van next yeah, year right. apparently. <laughs> yeah dude rc was just Evoked. it was too crazy it was, it was just too much fun and um i don't know just like getting into some shenanigans and shit with like all the internet homies it was so bonding though like i really yeah. i'm not, not trying to get like corny but like, i really had a good time staying with y'all. yeah I'm and even like when we were just like back at shady jacks and like just yeah. chilling watching all the bikes and shit do wheelies right there and like we were all just kind of hanging out like late at night drinking beers out in the parking lot just dude it was just too much fun yeah, that first night was like fun. I was I was like a kid in a fucking candy store for his first time because like I was just like there's too much to look at there's too much to take in I'm yeah. like my head's spinning yep I'm like oh fuck that's yep. dope never seen that oh yeah. I met this guy you know I've talked to him on Instagram and now yeah. he's fucking right here and... yep you think you'll go next year 
Oh yeah, in, oh, in yeah, a different sure. vehicle. Oh, you think so? <laughs> in something with less stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. In a in a different U-Haul. <laughs> yeah, that was probably my favorite event though. Like I went to uh, like the Bear Supermoto uh, Epic Ride and shit, and that's always fun. But I've the been there before. One? Uh, no, it's like the summer they do oh, it in the okay. summer. It's just like the big ride they do. <laughs> I'm trying to break in. That's God, funny. Classic, dude. She right? always, she's done it every single episode, like where she comes in and yeah. it just like requires a bunch of. Attention. It's the shop dog. Um, she was like right here in the microphone, just like rah, 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 the other day, and it was just like, okay, I guess she's got some questions for you. <laughs> Perfect. She's gonna roll with it. <laughs> yeah. What um, like for 2019, is there like any events that you haven't gone to before that you're planning on going to? We did Grid Life Atlanta. Uh, not. 2017 2016 so i would love to do michigan and atlanta which is their two big festival events uh-huh. and what is is that like a drift event it's um it started off as a drift event they do time attack as well which is not as exciting but they started doing a really awesome job bringing the music festival aspect in so they're trying to do like what x games has kind of done with bringing the music aspects so uh-huh. in atlanta they bring out like ludicrous and a bunch yeah. of big guys for that oh, okay. area and demographic and atlanta they had like Ah oh, man, like two chains or somebody. So they they bring yeah. out or no, not in Atlanta. In Michigan, they had like two chains. So it's a good thing. It just has a lot of late night driving, a lot of the big enthusiasts, and it's like Formula Drift minus the time schedule. Step a little closer. My bad. It's like Formula Drift minus like the, the trophies. So yeah. it's just fun. It's all for yeah, fun. Yeah, just uh, yeah. That sounds pretty crazy. And honestly, I think even you would enjoy it because yeah, FD is cool, but it's like it's all Air Force One, you know, GoPro advertisement, advertisement, yeah. advertisement, advertisement. And then grid life is just like you have the exact same skill set of drivers, the exact same skill of performance and everything, but it's casual. Yeah. It's just okay. All fun. Yeah. So that sounds like it's probably more enjoyable than, yeah. And then you have the night aspect, which it goes all night. So the driving all day. And then, you know, as the night winds down, the driving tones down and then the music starts up. And then they turn have it like, up in a different, yeah. a different way of turning up at exactly. night. Exactly. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's and really they do cool. a good job incorporating the artists. Like, I think it was T Pain. They taught how to drift one year. No shit. So, yeah, they had like T Pain in Chelsea Denofa's pro car. Oh, and like fuck. he was out there driving. So it's like just connecting those worlds. You would never see that at Four Wheel yeah. Drift. No, but it hell no. That's it cool as shit, though. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so I think Chelsea put you put in a, a mansion. Someone. <laughs> 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 Wisconsin. Those don't rhyme. <laughs> hey, when you got auto tunes on, everything rhymes. Yeah, true that. But yeah, honestly, grid life should be exciting. It would be awesome to have some of you guys come out there because yeah. that's like you know ROC. You guys got us involved in that culture. I think you would have a good time out there. And yeah. you still have like the dirt bikes. People out there have a lot of groms and stuff. It's yeah, like pit. You know, camp out. Yeah. And so. where'd you say that was? You said Michigan. There's one in Michigan, and then after that, there'll be one in Atlanta. So okay. we're definitely gonna do the Atlanta one since it's a little bit closer. But I'm hoping to make them. There's Michigan. a bunch of homies up in Michigan too, dude. Yeah. And Cole's like, you know, Cole's people are. Back I'm up trying there. to like Cole, crash Cole his Holly. parents' house, man. So like, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Holly. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm trying to pull up in the uh, B Rad B Rad spot. Dude. The compound. <laughs> I mean, he probably won't live there by this point. He's uh, moving down, I believe. But uh, oh yeah. No, I might just pull up and uh, hang out with his parents instead. You think they'd be cool with that? Like, <laughs> I, I have know. a cargo van. Their son has a cargo van. Mine's less as attractive. Yeah. I, I could see it. I'd probably he could probably swing it. They're probably nice people. I'm gonna hit him up. They I'm seem like they're nice it. people. <laughs> it's like hard to say no. God, exactly. What about was, you? Is there any big stuff? I mean, I was gonna see. Obviously, I was gonna try to go to like uh, the MLK ride out in Miami, but that's like that's coming up pretty quick. MLK Day is the 21st of January, and I just don't see that happening. Like, uh, like it'd be fun, but it's like that's gonna be like four days. I'd have to yeah. take off work of driving, and it's like. Four days of driving isn't shit, but it's like when you start take or like that that's the driving part's cheap. It's like taking off four more days of work on top of driving that much is on like top of the cost of the trip. That that like just starts skyrocketing the price of everything. Like missing work and then 
Yeah. And then just spending money constantly. Like, I don't know. It just, it, it like gets expensive quick. And then I thought about just like having somebody take a bike out there in their van. And then like, I would just fly out there like on a Friday and, um, Dude, all the plane tickets I was finding were like crazy expensive, and I was like, "Well, that's not fucking doable. That's like not saving any money, hardly." I was like, well, "Saving time just to make more money to spend." Yeah, it. and it's like, "Ah, oh, goddamn." So I don't know. Like, I, I'd like to, but I just don't see it happening. And plus, there's like so much risk in that. Like, um, it seems like every year they like ramp the police uh, presence up Do you a think lot. Going to happen to ROC? I don't know, dude. They like let so much stuff slide to ROC. I feel like. I could see them being like like having maybe more cops around like the arch so that they don't drive through the fucking arch anymore. I get like people don't need to be doing that during the day. Like we went at night after it was closed and there weren't any people out there and we weren't even going through the grass. Like we stayed on the sidewalks and then there's like some giant stairs off to one side that like face towards the river. And it's like, okay, well, we're just going to play like we're going to like fucking ride up and down the stairs and like nobody's tearing anything up. No one like no damaging. I, yeah. Property. Yeah. I'm not going to pull through the grass and through like just. That's not me either. Like, I'll stay on the sidewalks and shit. And I get that's not okay either, technically, but I understand when I'm damaging something and when I'm not. And uh, I don't know. But MLK, like, dude, you see the videos? Like, the police will, like, the choppers will, like, follow people back to the houses. And then the cops pull up and, like, you know, they're towing, like, 20 fucking bikes out of one house. And they're doing it, like, at all these houses. Mm. And just, like, all that shit seems so risky. And um, I just don't think I need to get involved with that, really. But uh, maybe I'm just being a bitch because like it would it would be it would be fun as fuck. I'd be fun, but then there's I mean that I would definitely turn risk. up. But I would also have to like you you pretty much have to bring like cans of gas like a, a Gatorade uh, bottle filled with like gas or something. Because mm-hmm. um, like you see the gas stations, people are like trying to fill up, and cops are like shutting all of them down. So it's like you can't even pull into them without like they'll try to yank you off your bike or something. And uh, that's just you have to put either like the oversized uh, gas tank on the fucking dirt bike and look goofy, or just like carry bottles of gas like in a backpack or some shit. That'd probably be the way to go. That'd be like the king hustle, five dollars. And even like that, it's like fuck, dude. Like you better be in a place where like you can sneak your bike out of being seen. Like have an enclosed trailer like that you can pull up into and close the fucking door or like something. I feel like if you just pull up with like a bike loaded in the back of a truck where everyone can see it, like uh, you might get fucked with. I don't know though. See, that does take away from the enjoyment aspect. Yeah, even there's like a lot of out, you're just... like me being like all careful and shit. The older I get, I'm just like, man, there's a lot of worries I have about yeah. this. And um, I don't know. I mean, I've never been, so I can't really speak. I I just like I'm judging based off like what I see on Instagram and YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff of it every year. And um, I don't know. I mean, it, it would be fun. I probably if it was like maybe not such a strain to like take off that much work mm-hmm. and then spend that much time and like all that shit like i'd, I'd probably risk it but there's just risk like a lot riding on taking that much time off work and then going out there and then maybe getting into trouble because of how bad the cops are like i don't know there's just i think there's just too many factors right now so i don't know but uh other other uh events that i haven't been to that i want to go to um i haven't gone to like this there's a, a sumo stunners ride that they do every year now and I missed it last year, so I'll probably try to make that. And that one's like that one's more low key, and it's like actually like people that I'm friends with all over the internet. So that'd be like a more tight knit fucking ride to go to, anyways. And I don't think it'd be like crazy big like the MOK one is. Yeah, the MOK one, man. I would see people going down on the bridge and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. I mean, wasn't there like a year or two ago they left a dude just like laid out dead? 
Dude, I who knows? It was who like, I'm pretty knows? sure like a dude went down in the middle of the bridge on like a quad, and they yeah. just like fucking. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like um, in the middle of the bridge, and like it yeah. was like some fucking movie scene. Like people just yeah. dipped, and you just see this dude like laid out in footage. That's so fucking sad too. Oh man, and it's like the yeah. cops like. If somebody's laid out, like, seriously hurts, like, all right, quit being a cop and trying to, like, fuck with the rest of these guys and, like, help this guy. Mm. Like, he's obviously, yeah, like, this This just made it, like, he's been through enough. Don't even fucking try to fuck with him. Just, like, get and him you some see help. Those, uh, not trying to do dog on cop session, but, yeah, you see those videos from the East Coast where, like, the I think it was just the Crown Vic hit a quad that had two dudes on it, mm -hmm. nailed both dudes off it, like, several feet in the air, and then they, like, put both the dudes in cuffs, and one of the guys died in cuffs, like, on the curb. Yeah. It's like, you just hit them off a quad, and you proceed yep. to cuff them? Yeah, I don't understand that shit either. Like, like he's he, not moving. He's got, like, like, bone out of skin. Yeah, he's like, Ugh. Like, dude, he's not even able to do anything, oh and you're, like, God. cuffing him and being... Like, he's a threat. He's a threat. He's evading arrest. Like, yeah. uh, he was evading arrest. Now he's trying to fucking evade dying. <laughs> yeah, he's trying <laughs> to escape dying, dude. He's trying to gas get his last breath, and you're, like, throwing <laughs> him up against the cement so you can get his left arm yeah. by his right arm. Uh -huh. Oh, God. And then, uh... Were you you were at were you at the St. Patrick's Day parade or the yeah. the the spring break ride? I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, we kinda it was like screwed, the same day. Yeah, we kind of screwed up the parade and the ride. We had to dip mid ride, and I was like outside the van, like follow the bikes, and some of yeah, the guys yeah, like yeah. tried to exit with us. I'm like, no, we're leaving. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like leaving. Signaling. Don't I'm follow like, me. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> follow the bikes. Gosh. So that if you followed was... us, don't hate me. I'm sorry yeah. about that. That was a double conflict of scheduling. Dude, the spring break right here every year gets like fucking crazier and oh, crazier. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to Jake about like some of the stuff going on, and uh, he's got some like ideas for the future. It probably won't happen like around this year, but I think he's got like some fresh ideas that would be really cool to like kind of turn that ride into in mm -hmm. the future. But um, I don't know, man. I think uh, some of the SBK guys weren't wanting to necessarily make it anything different than what it already is. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's, I mean, it's understandable. It's like everyone, I don't know. I guess some people call it the SBK ride. Some people call it the Jake ride. Some people mm -hmm. call it the spring break ride, like the Texas ride, the whatever the fuck ride. Yeah. And um, I feel like it, could, it could probably get more structured anyways. It, I feel like it's kind of a free for all really. Um, But yeah, it's fucking, uh, dude, that shit was so crazy. Like we went to Dallas and then like we swung back through like around where the St. Patrick's mm -hmm. Day parade was. And um, <laughs> I, I was like scrolling through my Instagram earlier, just looking at shit I've done throughout the year. And like, I, I was, I like came across a picture where, again, I was on a sidewalk. I don't know why I keep doing this. I was on a sidewalk, like right next to where the St. Patrick's Day Parade is. Mm -hmm. And right next to like the gated area, we're like a street over from the gated area. And like all the drunk people that are leaving are like all through the streets and shit. And uh, I remember like being on a sidewalk in this, it was like a guy and his, his girlfriend or wife or whatever the fuck it was. His slam piece. They're like on the sidewalk and he's like so slam fucking piece. drunk and he's making like this stupid ass face. Like, I mean, like, uh, the fucking thing. And like the girl that was with him, she was just like smiling ear to ear. Like, dude, I always think that shit's so funny. Like, if like people were in a car or something next to you and you're doing wheelies or some shit, like, some, like, I don't know, you'll catch on to like, Sometimes, like, the chicks will be, like, grinning ear to ear, and, like, the dudes are just, like, fucking straight. Salty. Like, like, looking so fucking pissed, just, like, trying not to even, like, acknowledge his, like, that you're there. 2016 Camry. Yeah, dude. And yeah, you're just like, 100%. dude, like, it's cool. Like, just, I don't know. It's so funny just because, like, you catch little things like that, and you're just like, oh, he's, like, he's kind of jealous right now. He's, like, like something's jealous. up right now. Like, he, he fucking sees that she thinks that something's cool, and he's, like, not part of it. 
and like, like it's she like, wants to pull her phone out and record it, but she's not going to because yeah. of him. It like affects his ego in some like little oh, yeah. way, and uh, like in that moment, like I have a screenshot, of, I have a photo of it on my Instagram, and it's just like, dude, this is so fucking funny, shit like that's hilarious, and um, just like because everybody that was out in those streets, like all those people were fucking wasted. Yeah, it's like by by mid afternoon, like everyone's blackout pretty much at the St. Yeah, Patrick's they Day parade. Yeah, because they started like eight in the morning. Yeah, dude, dude. Yeah, I remember like on the news for the St. Patrick's Day parade like a few years ago, people were like passed out in the streets by like eight. Oh, I don't doubt it. And it was just like, oh my god. So I have dude. to be like, people sanctioned. love people like need just a reason to drink or something. I don't know why. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I don't think they need. They look for uh-huh. it. And then, like, later on in that ride, there's another fucking accident. <laughs> fucking just because we were splitting everywhere and, like, a car hit a motorcycle and fucked the bumper up and just, like, nobody knew what to do and drunk people everywhere just laughing and fucking having a good time. And then just this bike just picked up and left. And it's like, well, I said my thing. I'm going to keep going. No shit. I'm not dude. involved in this shit. <laughs> oh, nothing to do with this yep. situation. Dude, they just get, you know, the bike stuff gets a little out of hand sometimes, but overall, it's it's good. It's good. If I were to, yeah, you know, it'll happen when you get that many people and that many, like, drunk people around, like, dude, shit happens. Shit happens. That's life. I think that's every, it's kind of like every um, unique, untraditional sport. It's the same thing you could (laughs) say with drifting, but bikes. Bikes are a little bit yeah. more easy to put in the larger numbers and get yeah. out of control. And, like, the amount of people that come to the spring break ride, it's like, dude, you can't even control this anymore. It's like yeah. a couple hundred people. It's like just everyone wanting to do wheelies and show off. And well, fucking... once you have people traveling so far, there's yeah. like, oh, there's two weird aspects. Yeah, when you that commit that, that much. You've committed that much. It's like, so you're going to show out. <laughs> you're gonna, Yeah, exactly. It's like, I've driven here from fucking Louisiana. Like, of course, I'm going to do some wheelies and mm-hmm. fuck, the, fuck the rules or like whatever, the, whatever this is. Like, I'm going to fucking just be rowdy because this isn't yep. my community. This isn't my yep. normal group. I don't like, live here. I can yeah. fuck it up and leave. Yeah, it's the same thing with ROC. Like, See ya. Yeah, I can fuck it up and leave. Yeah. Let me go back to my bike culture. <laughs> back to my little circle in the uh, world. I don't know, man. 2018's been pretty fucking wild. Got engaged. Congratulations. Got some... Uh, appreciate that, man. I built my FX this year. I was looking at that, and uh, I got the FX, like, back in, like, October, November last mm-hmm. year, and then I didn't even, like, build it into Supermoto and all the stunt shit to, like february or some shit so when's the rebel getting tricked out i saw you post something oh about god that i want to dude see i was wanting to do that and then like some other shit came mm-hmm. up and i was like oh, i can't focus oh, on what's that, that right thing now. called life <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh life and um yeah i wanted to do that but maybe maybe at a later time probably i don't know maybe maybe 2019 i can come up with something cool and uh the rebel's already clean but i feel like yeah i wanted to do like a crazy more. rap on it and i feel like if you do a rap then like Get some kind of like crazy pattern, not just like a solid color, like a crazy pattern going, and then like it just like that just like starts it off. It like already oh, yeah. it'll just look wild straight off from that, and then you just like do more and more little shit, and then I don't know, tricking the rebel that would be fun. I wanted a rooftop tent for sure. I still do. They're just expensive, and then you got to buy like a rack or something to put it on if you want it up, built up sense. like up on top of the truck. Like you, I don't know, it dude just money. Yeah. It all comes down to money. And uh, that's like shit that I don't necessarily need. <laughs> Just once, once versus needs, man. Yeah, that's um, my battle right now. Hence the reason I sold the drift car. Once versus needs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking growing up sucks, man. Oh, dude, it does. And like, there for me, it was that weird in between where I'm like, no, I can just, I can pick up some extra jobs and make it happen. And yep. then there comes that adult, ultimate adult moment where you're just like, 
<laughs> no, I, mind, I pick up extra jobs and then I, I still need to like focus yeah. on important things that's after still that. not gonna work out <laughs> that might open up more doors to be more responsible after that pretty much so i've convinced myself i'll forge yeah. one later on in life but yep don't know when yeah it sucks man working for yourself dude it can be a fucking <laughs> you gotta grind you gotta fucking grind dude the hardest part is balance like yeah balance is balance is key balance of personal life balance of you know friends yeah. balance of you finances got, like you have a chick you gotta fucking balance out stuff oh, yeah. with her too and it's like it all fucking dude time consuming money consuming just everything i think guys too like i guess we're less emotional so like i can just get deep in work and i'll be fine but girls oh, yeah. are like that's not healthy i'm like i'm fine though <laughs> no i'm cool i'm gonna work straight through this i'm going i'm yeah. grinding Cool. I, I got beer. I got work. I'm gonna, <laughs> straight. I'm gonna figure it out. You're fucking straight, dude. God. So, um, currently you, uh, damn, dude, we've gotten off on some wild fucking legs here. Not at all. This is what I don't this know, is what man. Audio experience is it the end out. of fucking 2018, dude. Isn't this bikes and bullshit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we've talked about and bikes the last and some day of the year, So it's cool to reminisce, anyways. This is like a special little episode. I feel special. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. Dude. Yeah, dude. You get to close out the year with me, right? Um, uh. We're drinking. We're having some beers. We're we'll gonna uh, time. we're gonna go out to Dallas here in a little bit and uh, catch a rap show with Nico Savvy and uh, Icon South will be there. Tay Money Duh, some other or Tay Money, not Tay Money Duh. That's her Instagram name. Tay Money will be there. Some other people will be there. It'll be people with cool. face tattoos and chains and stuff. More than likely, I uh, can't <laughs> confirm, but uh, I can like unofficially confirm. <laughs> so uh, that'll be fun. Dude, we're gonna SoundCloud r- bring in the fucking New Year that way. That'll be fun. I probably won't remember like most of this shit tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, the last time I went to Dallas was December twelfth. I lost yeah. my iPhone on a line bike, so I will not fucking have Bro. that. Redo. Have you ridden the scooters, like the little line? That, okay, my bad. It's a Bro. line bike, but it was the scooter version. Oh, okay. two reasons I'm pissed off about that. One. We didn't properly shut him off, so I got charged like $45. Oh, yeah. fuck, dude. You got to end it for sure. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, I lost my iPhone with like 16 years of phone numbers built oh, up. So damn it. I was wondering how you lost your phone. That, that was sucks. exactly it. You need, we to lit- back, you need to back it up. Hopefully, you're backing it up now. Oh, yeah. Learn that lesson. Yeah. For it back, sure. It literally backs up every time you plug in and connect it to Wi-Fi. <laughs> iCloud is a real thing. 2019 yeah. is year of the iCloud. I know. I, I like upgraded to like the 50 gigs of yeah. iCloud recently. It seems like it doesn't make sense until the one time you need it, and then yep. it forever makes sense for the rest of your yep. life. It's insurance yep. on your on your, yep. your Fucking, information. Right, dude. Right. It's, but it's uh, yeah, I went to a hockey game. I went to a Stars game recently, and I rode the scooter afterwards after I'd been drinking some beers, yeah. and I definitely see how you see the videos on Instagram of people that eat shit on those scooters. Bro, I was in a parking lot that was bumpy <sighs> as fuck, and I... Ooh. I nearly slammed my fucking chin on the bars like three times. That's exactly what I was gonna say, dude. We were in um, a part. Of, I was thinking it was off McKenney Avenue in Dallas, and it's just uh, brick, bro. It's that's like, just, that's like uptown. Yeah. That's uptown area, bro. And like it was fun when we started on the sidewalk, and then that we hit the brick, packed. and there was like, and then like the the wheel doesn't get traction, so it's like it's bumping up and down. Oh, dude, that's exactly where my phone is, somewhere on that brick path, dude. So fun, like because I woke up with like a scab on my arm, and I was like, I even remember eating shit. I'm like really hoping I. End up on a scooter it. later tonight, but I like know it's gonna be a shit. I'm taking it's my be... work phone. Mark my words. I'm not <laughs> taking my personal cell phone. Work phone only. So hit God. me on the work line. Customer service if you're trying to get in. Dude, it just sucks because like it's gonna be so fucking packed down there uh, later. It's like you're not gonna be able to find a scooter. You're probably do you gonna think barely Uber's be able to... still gonna be a thing tonight, or is it gonna be like extra busy? It's gonna be so expensive. Like yeah, I already know it's gonna be. Expensive. How are y'all getting back? Or is this after? Dude, the I don't know. Because <laughs> Megan woke up this morning feeling a little bit hungover, uh-huh. and she's like, "I don't think I'll drink tonight." But that 
that mood might have changed by now. <laughs> yeah, so she, she's got got a nap, gotten a shower. She'll uh-huh, be fine. Uh huh. So uh, I don't know. I guess I gotta. I gotta. I guess I gotta talk to her. I can't talk. Uh-huh. Getting tongue tied. So I don't know. But more than likely, just Uber mm-hmm. and then um, just pay those fucking hefty ass holiday fees. Yeah, those will be pricey. I think it's normally like. I want to say from Dallas to here, it's like normally like if it's not um, like a busy time or anything, mm-hmm. it's like a solid 40, 50 bucks. Ouch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did it last year. And I could Honestly, be tripping. That may be like way wrong. I, I really don't fucking Uber very much. If I do, it's like right down the street. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I'm not risking it. I'll pay Nothing the eight bucks and that, not risk dude. it. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Nothing wrong with this shit. I mean, it takes something so small. Like... I mean, you could back into something, and that eight dollars has now just been set off by yep. what makes sense. Like, I mean, yep. back into something. I yep. mean, that's not even. And even if like DWI. you don't have to be drunk, dude. Yeah. You, like you could have had just like a couple beers or something, yeah. and then something happens, and then it's like, well, you had a couple beers, so now you're fucked. Well, I mean, even in a parking lot, because my girl works at a bar, and I always hear stories about people's cars just getting shit hammered in the park. Like people just yeah. run into the side and just, boom. Take off. You like walk out. You haven't even driven yet in your old car. Dude, we we had like six margaritas. Just get the fuck out of here. It's like fuck Shelby, leave her here. (laughs) Shelby's in the bathroom still. She can she can Uber. We gotta go. Fucked. That is the truth. That is the damn truth. So yeah, I'm not driving anywhere. No, definitely not. So I don't know. Hey, where's uh, where's uh, your chick at? Is she working or is she oh, chilling she's right at, now? She just got back to the house. So oh, okay. Yeah. So you got to go back to the, meet her and then to Dallas. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. But we'll not be out there bad. for sure. Yeah, I got a fucking. I see. I keep seeing my phone light up across the room, and I'm sure everyone's like, "What are we doing? When's, what's the plan?" I don't. That's, <laughs> the, that's like podcast the stressful... is the fucking plan right now, fellas. Trying to build an empire, pal. Uh, I start to... celebrating at eight o'clock. Yeah, it's six forty-eight. So y'all right. can fuck off. So, it's the hard part about being the leader, man. Everybody wants to go to you. Yeah. Like, what's the plan? Be like, I don't fucking know. Well, I don't have a good like time. Nobody was coming up with anything. And then uh, when Nico and uh, Icon were here the other day, they were just like, oh, we're doing this shit. It's like, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll check it sounds out. Sounds fucking perfect. <laughs> and then if no one doesn't like it, tough shit. You should yeah. have your own fucking and like, plans. Dude, worst case scenario, if it's like, it's like, it, if like afterwards or whatever, it's like, oh, this isn't our thing. Like, yeah. we don't feel comfortable here. It's like, dude, we'll be in like Deep Ellum. There's yeah. like a hundred fucking bars within like a I'm stone's throw I'm going to my way home. <laughs> What's the range on those? <laughs> God. How long's the battery life? You just, I don't know. You just uh, kind of keep the app up and you keep finding like another one and you just like <laughs> scooter that one, scooter the next one until you get back. I would so, be down to try that out just to see how far we I should become I should sign up to be like the person that charges them and like mm-hmm. sets them up on the kickstand and then just like put them all <laughs> make a trail of them fucking back to my house and then uh, so you get dude, paid that to could drop be... them off and then you pretty much ride yeah, yeah. If, you, if you sign up to like be a, a charging person yeah. like you, they send you like a charger and you get to plug them in at your house and you just like go set them up wherever it's a very unique like, job damn dude it'd I be can... hard to explain to a girl she's like I can bring like, them all around the hood here dude I can have them all over the place I'm the line bike plug I'm the line plug. That's damn right, dude. I was pretty sure I saw a guy stealing a bunch of them the other night, but that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. He was in a fucking I like four door Ultima. They were hanging out the sunroof. They were <laughs> he had all of his windows down, his trunk open. I was like, yeah, this dude just hit the lick of a lifetime and figure out how to hack him, mm-hmm. or he's mm-hmm. definitely like charging him. You'll see like the homeless people that like kind of bust the locks yeah. off the bicycle ones, and then they're just yeah. like free bike. No shit, dude. Ugh. There's an Instagram page, super random. 
It's called Lime Bikes of Dallas. If it hasn't got taken down oh yet, oh my god, amazing! They just upload pictures of Lime Bikes in the most outrageous places. <laughs> like there was one in a street pole. You literally had to look like that couldn't be like, thrown. Did how fucking... how did that happen? <laughs> the fucking street lights like going through the frame of it. It's like, dude, that person had to get like a twenty foot ladder. Dude, you, it's it's mind blowing. So whoever runs that page, like a lot of respect. Yeah, that's keep up good. the content. I look forward to those posts. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. God. Oh, end of the fucking year, dude. 2018. It's been epic. It has It continues been. to raise the bar. I mean, I'm, I'm more excited than ever. I mean, yeah. the growth, the exposure for both your you know, your personal brand, I see it getting a lot heavier. And yeah. the people you work with and the ideas you have are definitely yeah. growing. So Yeah, it's kind of weird switching up from like YouTube to the podcast thing. Not really. It's all pivoting, man. Yeah. It's all it's all moving Hopefully, forward. I've gotten like some good feedback so far on like the little soft launch that I've yeah. done. I'm still waiting to like hear back if it's going to be on Apple yet tonight or not. It's but... all trial and error, man. Yeah. You got it. You figured so... it out. Once it like is everywhere, then I'm like hoping for like a hard fucking push and like yeah. people enjoy it. Which the few people that have like given me some feedback, they've been like pretty fucking pumped on it. And Just cut like, me a deal great. when you start selling commercials. That's all I ask. <laughs> for sure, dude. Oh, uh, should I add you to the sponsor board? Yeah, you, if you, you can, just, you just start paying me yeah. though. So send our email over to my people. I'll get that approved through HR on Monday. For sure, fucking for sure. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know podcast dude it's weird like before youtube um like speaking is hard that's a hard thing and uh you're good at it you talk to people fucking all the time and uh yeah like i've like watched you at like all these events and shit before just like being able to like naturally have a conversation with somebody like without even it doesn't even look like you're like thinking about it you just do it Mm -hmm. and you're good at explaining You're, you're good at like um like people ask all the time like i i've heard you explain careless to people like fucking i don't know how many times and uh, you just, like, have it down solid. You don't even, like, think about it. And you can, like, bust into a conversation really smoothly. And uh, before YouTube, like, I did not – I can't do that. Like, oh, I, I'm, yeah. like, weird about talking to people, especially, like, strangers or anything. And uh, whenever this whole YouTube thing popped off, like, I remember, like, whenever it picked up traction, then, like, I went to Austin to, like, the Motonocities motorcycle mm-hmm. meet down there. I remember this very well. And, like, well. dude, like, the – first fucking time like i'm around people and they're like asking for my picture and they're like asking for autograph and shit and i'm just like what the fuck like this is not like, me. why <laughs> yeah i was just like i don't uh sure you can take a photo but it's like this is not me dude this is weird as hell and uh it's kind of i don't know just like i guess youtube forced me into that yeah. and it forced me into having to talk to people and um uh, which is good and then also it's forced me to like talk to other people that like have just as bad speaking issues as me. And then it's like a super awkward conversation and like trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of those is like a nice skill to have. For me, a lot of these car guys, dude, they just love to talk about themselves. So it's like, it's kind of yeah. a black hole. It's like people just want to come to me and like, dude, almost, it feels like they're bragging. Dude, at some of these car events and shit that I've, or like just car meets and shit yeah. that I've gone to, like, dude, I've had some fucking weirdos come up to me. They just like, want like, to talk people, about all their projects and everything they have going on. They don't even want to ask dude, about Dude, I've had people that just like ask me like personal ass questions that it's like, like that's, romantic that's, about you and yours. No, or? just like just uh off the top of my head, I don't want to mention it because I don't I'm not trying to call anybody out that yeah. might be listening, but like just some shit that it's like you don't ask somebody that. Yeah, I got and you. And then oh dude, like another time in Austin, I had this kid like I he was like trying to be funny and like mm-hmm. just like get my attention and talk and stuff and like he's just, you know, trying to trying to joke around and he like uh his opening line to me was like sup pussy and it's like Mm -hmm. a kid 
And I was just like, wait, what did you just say to me? I was like, no, 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 wait, what? Like, that's not, that's not okay, bud. I was like, that, like, I get what you're doing, so I'm not mad about it, but dude, don't do that. It's not how you're gonna don't do that attention. to me ever again. Yeah. It's like, don't fucking do that to anybody. Like, you do that to the wrong person, you're going to get fucking knocked out, dude. You don't just tell somebody, sup, pussy. That's that social media air. Yeah. Everybody he, thinks they're like, he like some random And when comment. he did it, he had like his phone up in my face recording and shit. Like he's trying to get a reaction. And uh, it was just, dude, it was too much. It okay, I had someone do that much. to me at, a buck, at the Bucky's. And luckily he didn't say something weird. I mean, he, he just, I had no idea who the dude was. And he like came up to me. We were just walking out of the bathroom, dude. It's like. One o'clock in the morning. We're tired. It's Sunday night. Like we've been up for three or four yeah, days. Yeah, not in the mood. I'm literally like, I, I feel like an old man. I'm grabbing my cup of coffee. I'm like half asleep. I just <laughs> walked out of the bathroom. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm getting my five minutes of walking relaxation before we get back in the car for yeah. hours. And this dude like runs up to me, throws his phone. He's like, "What's up, careless?" And I'm like, "Whoa! Oh, like, what do you want me to say?" Like. <laughs> Am I here? I don't know, man. It's just people. They don't understand the boundaries, and everybody wants to act like they know you. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't get it. Some people like don't pick up on like what's okay socially Personal and what's boundaries. not. Yeah, and they, I don't know. I'll never forget that. And that, that was even as as specific yeah, as that. Yeah, dude. Kid it's saying just that like, to you. Fucking don't do that to me. <laughs> it's like there's a time and place. Yeah, I kind of felt like that. I was like, dude, I don't. What do you mean to say like a joke? Am I supposed to like, tell you <laughs> yeah. something funny for your feed? Yeah. What's up, dude? Uh, just coffee. Yeah, no shit. Black, uh, yeah. black two sugars. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to decide on French vanilla or fucking hazelnut right now. Like, Fuck. really took advantage of the clean Bucky's bathroom right there, and uh, now we're gonna go get some gas and probably some Bucky chips and uh, jump back. <laughs> the beaver in the car. nuggets. Yeah, you gotta get the beaver nuggets. Really, just looking forward to being back in Dallas. Like, <laughs> just just trying to get home tonight in one piece. And yeah, I think thanks, it's like buddy. weird when people they know you to a certain degree, yeah. you have no idea who they are, and you're like Ooh, in your mind, bro. you're like, do I know you? And you're bro. trying to look deep into your mind. You're like, I'm digging, I'm digging. I have nothing, and they like yeah. can say something specific, like for me. Oh, I know you were just in Mineral Wells, and I'm like, yeah. Uh huh. Were you there? (laughs) What about you? Uh, Did we meet there? No shit. Nope. Just watching. Yeah. Right. Oh. And I saw it on your feed, and I'm like, so (laughs) okay. Yeah, dude. The worst is when people like that don't know me. They like, like I won't know if they're like talking to me like as somebody who watches videos or like knows me from Instagram or whatever, or if they like somebody that I know and I'm just like drawing blanks because I'm dumb like that mm-hmm. and they just like kind of go into it and i'm just like wait uh what who wait who are you oh, dude, that's the worst. Like, uh, I, I don't know like i'm just stumped right now because i'm like drawing blanks myself and um i don't know man it's it, hard it, to like it, interact with people and it's weird that like so i had like such a hard time with all that before youtube and then now i'm like doing a thing based on talking to people well, you're, you're <laughs> not like a you're and i say it's you're not at all a fake person, so it's an extreme yeah. compliment. Like you're very transparent. You're very, um, I don't know. I mean, you're just you're open. So it's like yeah. if you know somebody, you can see that. If you you vibe with somebody, you can see that. So when yeah. someone comes up and they're like trying to act like your best friends, you're like, how do I perceive this yeah. relationship? Am I saying what's up for the first time, yeah. or am I like saying what's up because I yeah. saw you? I'm not good ago. at like just doing the whole fake thing. Like what's that, bro? Like I'm yeah, bro, better, come in not here. By yeah. my own. It's not like because I want to get better. Because it's yeah. like I've been putting these weird situations where people are like, yeah, it's I haven't a, it's seen like you a, since that car thing. I'm like. It's definitely a real skill to like be able to throw that whole persona just in whenever like you need to. It sucks because it's almost not. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining by any means. Cause I'm very grateful where I'm at, but it's not enjoyable. And it, like, it's why I love wearing sunglasses at events because people will walk up and like, <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. They Are miss you, it. Yeah, it's like a mask. 
Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. Man, it's difficult. Jesus. And I literally, like, I'll have to catch my team, and I'll be like, yo, do you remember that dude's name? And like, oh, no, dude, I, have no I, idea I do who that, that is. way like, too much. Thank God, because I have no idea who that is I do is that either. way too much, dude. Names are so fucking hard. I'm terrible. I'm and, like, um, yo, what city do we meet again in? Because then I'm, like, trying <laughs> yeah. to place it. Be like, oh, you yeah. said Houston. Okay. Right. <clears throat> and, um, oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking beers, man. Um, as long as I'm not it's like, dude, I'm, I'm like mic. so quick to forget names and shit. Yeah. Like, I'll hear you say it, and then like it's in one ear and out the other. Just because I'm like, try and pay attention. I like, it's like I almost, I, it's like you worry too much about trying to remember their name, mm-hmm. and then you're focused on like what to say next, and then you're just like, wait, what was his name? I, yeah. I worried too much about forgetting it that I actually did forget it, and I worried too much about this conversation that like, just ev- like nothing stuck. Overanalyzed everything. And now it's yeah, all like it. you yeah. just kind of psyched yourself out of it or something. And I don't want to be an asshole that like walks up and I'm like, hey Johnny, and he's like, my name's Kevin. Yeah. And then some people will get like legitimate oh, offended. Dude, there's people that I like 100 like know their name. I yeah. know exactly who they are, and I'm just like, hey dude. <laughs> and so like, hey Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I don't want to be that guy. Yep. You're like, bro, I've known you for like three years. How are you going to do that? I'm like, because yeah. I meet new people yeah, every I'm, fucking Yeah, I'm stupid. Weekend. That's why. I'm just yeah, like, I'll go with I, the unstupid. I, I meet too many people, dude. Yeah. They, like, I don't know. They say you can only like meet so many people. And mm-hmm. then like you start pushing old ones out and new ones in. And, that makes sense. Well, it's not um, even old ones out. It's like you can have a good friend from back in the day. But if you don't see someone consistently, yeah. like you're not saying that name. You're not looking at that face. You're not registering. Okay, this is Kevin. This is yeah. Kyle. For sure. It's, it's difficult. Fucking for sure. Um, you have a few beers. Things change. Oh, big time, dude. Fucking big time. Megan, where's Megan? Megan! <laughs> Meg! If you call the dog, the dog will open the door, and then Move. she'll come. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned there's a pattern to these things. So I have a dog whistle. I just slightly oh, blow dude, in Yeah, bust yeah. the dog whistle out. When the dog breaks the door open, then Megan, out of courtesy, will come in. Fuck yeah. It makes sense. Big time. Big time. You, um... Gosh, dude, yeah. Okay, back to Careless a little bit. <laughs> um, you uh, did a collaboration with uh, Supermoto Nation recently, correct? For sure. It's those dope-ass windbreakers. I appreciate your support on that. Okay, dude. I was like, Whenever I saw that y'all brought the camo ones out yeah. after the black ones, I was like, these motherfuckers. I was like, <laughs> we hold the system on this that. This camo one is so yeah. fucking sick. I was I was low-key just like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> I'm glad you were stoked on it because we really the the windbreakers they were specifically I can't say designed from scratch for the rider because we bought the base garment from another yeah. company but they were specifically catered to and the the reason we picked the exact garment the exact jacket is it's it's flawless for the riders and yeah you know down to it's got the the garment with the rivets in the armpits so like, uh-huh. even if you ride with your jacket open you're not going to rip the sleeves out you're yeah. not going to have any uh, wear and tear issues with some of the other cheaper apparel so uh, we're just we're really trying to put like a us in a unique place with the industry where it's like not only doing a cool design that's like attractive, you yeah. like it aesthetically, but then at the same time, you like you really fuck with the functionality of yeah. it. Yeah. From uh, Black Friday sales, I definitely ended up with like a couple different uh, windbreakers from various companies, oh, and real? yours was definitely the better quality. I appreciate one. that. Dude, yours I'm was good definitely to hear the that. much, it was like, it was like miles ahead in quality. That's good. Because we did the, the We Ride Careless in the past, which I was happy with it. But after seeing a lot of the riders, they're like tough riders that are riders, they mm-hmm. fucking. Mm-hmm full wheelie at you know 40 miles 50 miles an hour whatever the case is they they age but yeah these new ones we did um in any of the ones we did in 2018 a lot a lot better quality yeah so i'm extremely happy with it yeah and we're doing more trade shows um from a brand side on a regular basis so we can really get narrowed in on the the base garments that are going to last they're going to stand out they're going to be comfortable yeah. quality so it's like not only do you love it because of the form and the fit but you really love it because of the style and then obviously the design as well. Yeah. And now it's super cool working with companies like Supermoto Nation and 
you know, we've done a lot of great stuff with you and just working with a lot of heavy influencers in the scene. It even makes it more exciting. You have some, uh, like companies that you're planning on working with or like that you'd have something going on right now or anybody you're like doing a collab with or is it like nothing in the moment, but you have like some ideas you're trying to. I have one in the one in you... the works. But I don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah, too I, yeah. Soon. I don't want to like pry into fucking yeah. top secret shit. No, that's you're going not on. at all by any means. I I really had one in the works, and we tested something. It did not do well. Um, as far as sales, it just wasn't popular. I think we just didn't release it properly. Uh-huh. But the idea of collaborating with this specific person, I think, has a lot of potential. Yeah. So it's just a matter of us from a brand standpoint doing it properly in the sense of not just releasing a digital rendering uh-huh. you know having a plan you know having uh an actual photo of you know uh the the influencer wearing it makes it a lot more exciting for the other Definitely. people to kind of get involved and things like that so yeah. a lot of trial and error a lot of learning curves but i think 2019 we're going to be more experienced than ever um we're having better knowledge than ever so i'm, I'm confident our approach is going to be more structured and more yeah. calculated Everything just seems to be kind of like a learn as you go, yeah. fucking see what works, see what doesn't. Yeah, I have a restaurant background, so like hospitality management, fuck yeah, let's open a Chinese restaurant. I could run that shit, <laughs> you know, from back of the house. I mean, yeah, serving bar staff, yeah. I got you. Like I could set that shit up with my eyes closed in my, you know, one hand. Yeah. Um, but fucking apparel, that is another beast. Yeah. Totally. So that's a whole thing. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Ask me about housekeeping and room service. I can do that. <laughs> room service? Yeah. I did room service for all too long. But Hello, did you order a steak? Housekeeping? <laughs> but no, nah, that's my background, man. So that's that's the hospitality thing. It's kind of like it, it works with our, our brand because as far as like our approach, you know, we really try to be um, building, building a relationship with the people we work with. But at the same time, yeah. it definitely makes it a little bit more difficult as far as like trying to do badass stuff that stands out yeah i gotcha i gotcha that's cool what um uh you have any like new uh apparel items or just items in general maybe that you haven't like released in the past that you're wanting to start releasing like you brought me over uh some mugs earlier some beer mugs yeah so we started working with the etched glass and then um sounds maybe a little bit more simplistic but so the overall mission statement is we're going to cut out a lot of our cheaper products mm-hmm. so no more koozies no more lanyards we're just going to do like more high quality like the the key tags um more digital stickers less vinyl cut mm-hmm. and then you know getting away from the promo products that are like the under five dollar items yeah just because yeah. they don't add to the brand they don't really yeah no one sees a koozie like that makes careless yeah no not at all they just see it like with a careless logo and they're like oh yeah. cool careless so, koozie yeah i'm gonna put my beer in it pretty much so it's convenient products but we really want to go to like the things that last so i'd love to huge goal and i have a few overseas manufacturers we're, we're breaking the grounds with to talk to but i would love to do a fully tactical like unique backpack Oh, really? I have a lot of ideas as far as like a really nice bag that would be versatile for an athlete rider such as yourself, down to the mechanic, down to a photographer, mm-hmm. down to someone that just enjoys traveling on the weekend. Very universal. Yeah. Yeah. But simplistic, but then there's going to be a few iconic things that sound silly, but without releasing too much too soon, there it will be a very simplistic thing, but there will be these small, subtle, iconic things that if you are into the backpack, you're into like that aspect, you'll see it and you're like, that's dope. Yeah. And then you'll see our, our little subtle signature that I have in mind uh, for it, which is why we have to go overseas for this project. And you'll immediately be like, oh, that's careless. So. Oh, for sure, dude. For so. sure. Sounds dope. So we have a prototype bag we're going to release. I already have approved the samples. We'll have it in the beginning to mid-January, which is going to be a great bag, but it's very simplistic. Just a simple single pocket on the front, large pocket with the laptop holder. But then as we get just through the spring break time, I have some other people overseas that are going to help us tear apart some tactical bags I'm a fan mm-hmm. of. We're going to measure them out. And then, sounds so far-fetched, I haven't bought a ticket yet, but 
either I myself will try to go overseas or I have a company, uh, not the Irving company we've worked with in the mm-hmm. past, another company that's based out, I think, Oregon. Um, it's like family friend of family friend that's going to help it make it happen. So oh, no shit. We have some really good leads that will make it uh, better for us to do something extreme quality while being confident in like the longevity of it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And I'm excited about it because it's, it's something that like from the outside, it looks simple, but then when you see some of the other touches, you're like, that's what makes it unique. It's yeah. not just your Jansport. Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. People people want to see it and see brand recognition. For sure. And they want to recognize that that's careless. And we have um, some very unique interior touches that I think will make it stand out. So it's, it sounds kind of silly, but it's like with you know female red bottoms, it's it's a very simplistic shoe on top. Yeah. But then when you walk, you see the red bottom. Yeah. So you're like, damn, those are red bottoms and they're, they're high end. Yeah. I kind of want to do the same thing with a backpack. Very simplistic from the curb appeal. Mm-hmm. But then when you start to see some of the other features, like, oh shit, that's... Makes really, total yeah, sense. Yeah, you really know. So it doesn't look too loud to the everyday consumer, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you're in it or you know, you're in that industry, you're like, Oh, that's exactly a careless bag. Yeah. I gotcha. Makes so. sense. And I think Sounds I think it's just cool. one quality product we could do that's versatile for all of our consumers yeah. and we wouldn't have to come up with five different versions. Yeah. I'm with you. So with you yourself, you know, if you go to ROC, like this is my go to bag. I want my five simple tools, my charger, my GoPro, and I trust this. And then down to Carry G in Japan. He could say the same thing, same as Fielding Shutter when he's at Coda, could say the same thing just yeah. as much as myself on the road, which I'm not necessarily an athlete or a driver, but I kind of touch in these different forms. Or maybe I have some tools or some camera gear, my personal items, and it's the same exact bag that you would feel passionate about, I would feel passionate about as the you know the driver or the other guy. I heard that pop. <laughs> yeah, did you hear that? Did you so catch that? Again, old. Dude, no shit. I'm over here slouched over, like I said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, that sounds uh, fucking dope. Um, so I'll let you know we're ready to buy a commercial on your big radio show. <laughs> Careless backpacks. Right? Care more about your gear. Today's podcast is brought to you by Careless. <laughs> <laughs> For all your but, uh, unneeded merchandise. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate the, the but, love on that Ren Baker, though. I definitely got you on one of those camo ones. We'll have those mid-January for sure. Okay, cool. So, so uh, are, have those like started printing yet, or is it just because it's like holidays right now? It's like everything's kind of behind. The holidays, so we don't manufacture our... Our uh, printed garments in-house right now, we do our prototypes, but we outsource the printing to make a better longevity product until we have the equipment. So unfortunately, our main print shop that a buddy of mine owns, they're out for the holidays, so they're mm-hmm. going to be back on the 5th. So right now, yeah, we're just running the pre-sale. Everyone's got to get their holiday in. So Lazy make, bastards. Makes sense. Sometimes uh, <laughs> the customer doesn't understand. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> unfortunately. And I mean, I respect it, man. They do bust their ass the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, for so. sure. They deserve some time off, so that's our only delay in manufacturing, but we'll have them mid-January yeah. and ship them out ASAP. Okay, fucking cool, dude. I'm looking forward to that, bitch. Yeah. You got one on the way. Even better. <laughs> didn't even, look at that. Didn't even have to order it. That's what happens when you're me. Damn. Damn. Damn, son. Bro. Shit. We got two hours in, man. Hey, we and, beat Cole and, Holly? No, and, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think this is right around the same. I think he was like 210. This is 211. Wow. No, I'm just <laughs> right it's not at all a competition. But, it's uh, all a friendly comment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to run home before we even fucking meet up here in a little bit, anyways. Right. Got to go take a few shots. Yeah, I know. I got to figure out logistics of tonight, anyways, and I got to see where everyone else is at. Tell you, twenty eighteen listeners, you're behind. Catch me in twenty nineteen. I know. See you next year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre to say that. It's corny ass shit. Cheers. But uh, oh, dude, I'm already, I'm empty, <laughs> dude. I can't even cheers. All my shit's empty now. I fucked up. No, I'm I behind. need. Damn. Fuck. I, I feel like those guys on Joe Rogan. Yes. I need a fridge. I'm a hip. Nos for you. 
Oh yeah, make that dude. Phone call. Yeah, he was down in Houston. He was, he was like yeah. checking out my shit on my Instagram. Oh, dude, he's awesome. Yeah, Drew, yeah. I love that guy. Okay, yeah. He's he got a supermoto himself. He's got a supermoto and an uh, older Jeep, but he's got a, a Cherokee. So okay, he's, okay. He's into the community, dude. Yeah, tell him we need a fridge in this bitch. Oh, dude, he he kicks ass. I generally love Drew. Yeah, he's a good guy. Okay, well, Drew, we need yeah. a fucking fridge in here. Right, phone I calls need, made. I need, Actually, I have his number. Ooh, That's one of the bro, numbers. I've yeah, recovered. dude. People need energy drinks in here. They need to yeah. get amped up and shit. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. They need to get nost up, not amped up. Amped up on that Nauf. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make that Amp connection poop? that that's another energy nah, drink. Amps nobody. No. Nos is on it, man, because they're distributed by Monster, so they have a lot yeah. of good stuff going on. Fuck, dude. I'm going to get that number from you here in a second. Yeah. Drew's <laughs> the shit, man. I'm Shout taking out to it, Andrew. I'm taking in all these sponsorships Houston, that I can. Our Houston brother. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, we'll get a fridge in here, and then, uh, right? then we'll be legit. I need to hang some shit up on the walls, too, so. The listeners don't need to know that. Yeah, but once there's video, then they need to realize that some work went into it. This isn't just how I'm living. <laughs> but uh, cool, man. Let's wrap this bitch up. Well, thanks for having me I, on, uh, dude. I appreciate yeah. the time, Tori. And shout out to Bikes and Bows shit. Because honestly, I think it's a great thing you have going. I'm excited to see what the next year has in store. Because you have a phenomenal setup, and I think you have a yeah, good structure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very hopeful. And like yeah. the, the feedback that I've got, I got a text a second ago from Cole, and he was like fucking loving it too. Dude, don't and, be hopeful, man. You're doing it. Just keep doing it. Keep I know, dude. I, I like have such high hopes and shit. And I, I'm feeling good, Because you're though. a perfectionist. I'm feeling really I good. That. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to like put something out half-assed. You no, know? that's right. And uh, I'm just, I don't know. Nerves, nerves are fucking racing from it, I guess. But Drink more beer. You'll be I, fine. Yeah, definitely. That'll help. <laughs> <laughs> I think that January probably needs to be sober, but um, uh, yeah. No, that's in October. You're fine. Yeah, probably need to tighten up in January. But uh, anyways, yeah. Thanks for coming in, dude. Uh, where can people find you at? Uh, we got all of our merch on careless.com. Obviously, careless with a K. And yeah. then the main Instagram would just be careless as well. So you can see some of our podcast stuff in like not as consistent as your stuff right now, but we release it on our website, and we'll be working on some other mass distribution as far as our audio content here soon. Cool. Cool. Sounds good, man. Where uh Instagram at careless? Yes, sir. All right. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me on, man. Yep. I'll see you here in a bit whenever we're getting fucking big time lit in Dallas. <laughs> Peace. Later. Thanks for listening, y'all. I know some of my opinions might be a little extremer out there, but that's what makes these conversations so great. I get a chance to hone my opinions and my ideas over time as I record more episodes and have more people on. Be sure to let me know how y'all feel about this episode, though. I know it was all over the place, but sometimes no agenda can be the best agenda. And I'm also still trying to get the podcast on all other major platforms, but I'm having a few technical difficulties that I hope to have figured out this week.